Do you want to feel happier? Do you want to feel more radiant and more alive? To go beyond alive and to feel truly like you are thriving? That's what I'm here for. Helping you find that best you that you know is in there. It is. And you can start accessing that you today. It's possible. If you're ready for a shortcut to just that, let's work together. Reach out and let's work one-on-one to transform you and your life into happy, into thriving. Reach out to me and book a quick call. It's in the show notes and let's get you there. Are you really committed and ready? Let's do it. I'm the happiest I've ever been thanks to all the practices I've made a part of my life. You can be too. It's here for you. You can also access my course, The Youthfulness Hack, which is all about feeling good and getting radiant and all the things I do concentrated in one spot. Go there today and use code AMY15 for 15% off right now, only for listeners of this show. And if you are ready to truly have accountability and live happy, book a call with me today. The world needs your best. Commit and show up. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to The Amy Edwards Show. I'm your host, Amy Edwards, and I'm so excited you're here because we're all about transforming our lives in the most efficient way possible using uh, all these things that are within us because you have everything you need to make your life as great as it possibly can be in this very moment. And we do it with efficient habits, mindset shifts, and all the good stuff that we can learn and get our hands on in this life. And I'm so excited because we're going to talk voice today and so much more with a rock star guest. So if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, please do. You can go to my info page and it's literally got everything. It's got my, you know, any episodes you want to find or share with friends. It's got like my courses. It's got sign up for the newsletter and everything on there. So it's amyedwards.info. So go check that out. And it's on my Instagram too. So that's all our business. And now we get to get to the episode. Yay. She's already smiling and feeling good. So Celeste Bonin, I am so excited to welcome you. You are a former WWE women's champion and a clothing designer, and now you are a speaker, guide, and coach with your husband, Grant Ziak, as well. Chef kiss. The intro. Thank you. <laughs> wow. I was like shimmying like during your intro, like the energy of it. I was like, yes. Um, I know. It felt good. <laughs> you were giving me energy. So I'm, thank I'm, you. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited to be here. Um, and I was so excited. I know we were chatting about this like, a second ago (laughs) before we went live, but, um, just getting to have this conversation with you. Um, thank you. So Grant and I, my husband, Mm -hmm. um, we live in Houston right now. We're making the move out to Austin. Um, Thanks for coming here in person today. We we love to be here. We are so excited that you, you, um, had the option to do it in person. I was like, yes, yes, Um, it's better. That's that energy uh, that we were just doing. Yeah. It's just like, no, it's just, it's, um, it's so much more, um, uh, textured, yeah. Textured. Just, yeah, yeah. That is so funny that you use that word because I was just in my bedroom earlier, right before you got here, thinking about all the texture in my bedroom, and I thought I like my life having texture. Uh, yes, yes. That's and then I thought it, I've yeah. never thought of that word, but it's like, look, your your studio. There's so many like gorgeous textures, the chairs. It's like what it yeah. feels like in person. So that's what. So I was like, <laughs> I'm just. So Grant was like, um, he's like, what do you want? Um, what do you want to feel from this podcast? Or, you know, what do you want it to be for people? Or what do you want to, the end result of, of doing this podcast today? Yeah. Just kind of, you know, 
if I have nerves or if I'm, you know, if I, if, sure. if I'm walking into something that I'm so excited about, like the natural tendency is to just have like, you know, ener- nervous energy or, um, anxiousness to, to really want to show up, you know, mm-hmm. authentically and, de- and deliver and just like be myself. And I was like, you know, saying a couple of things and I was like, you know what, I actually just want to have such a dope conversation with Amy. And he was like, I feel that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's a good intention, you yeah. know, like, but it is about setting that intention. Cause sometimes we can forget like, well, how am I going into this? How am I showing up? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. So let's get into your life. Well, first of all, I was attracted to your energy right away. Like when we met at a, fr- a mutual friend's house, Hannah Eden, and I was like, who's this? And just, we opened up right away. Like you have a really open energy we so do you and thank you like thank you you were so I've known Hannah for so long I, I've I like to say from like my previous life her previous life when we lived in um Florida I used to live in South Florida yes uh-huh. and so um I hadn't seen her in years and I actually didn't even know that she lived in Austin wow um so I moved from South Florida back to Texas at the end of 2019. Okay. And so she hasn't been here that long. I don't think yeah, it's like pretty, a year or maybe pretty recent. And if anybody's wondering about Hannah, I would uh, direct you to her podcast with Justin Wren uh, on overcome. And I'll put a link in the show notes. She's such an um, incredible, incredible, um, beautiful, uh, powerful person. They're just time. so magnetic. And, um, so <laughs> when I ran into her again, uh, I think it was like the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the fall I was like, Oh my God. And I saw her at, um, Atma, like, um, yeah. and we ran into, and I was like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I live here now. So, um, that was the only time that we connected in person for a few years. And we kept inviting each other to stuff back and forth. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, for one reason or another, we never could really meet up in person. Um, and then my husband and I were up here for, um, NLP, like an NLP, uh, yes, practitioner that's training. when I ran into you. You yeah, had just yeah. been doing NLP oh my God, it was and like, I was like, I'm so interested. I want to do it. It was so cool. And we were like on such a high too, cause it was such a cool experience. But, um, I remember Hannah sending the invite and she's like, told me the date and I was like, Oh great. We'll be in Austin anyways. Like we'll be there for four days for NLP. Not really like realizing the intense amount of time spent at the, uh, practitioner training for NLP. It was like 12 hours for four days straight. And so we were, I think at the party was like a Saturday night. It was. And so, but we mm-hmm. were so committed to going, like we wanted to like just come and hang out and connect. And so we were like, just, you know, we don't rally like that it's often. Like, <laughs> we said we would. Yeah, and, like, gotcha, let's do it. and we're like, you know, we, we hype each other up. We're like, you know, we always show up, like we always show up. And so we really wanted to go. <laughs> and like, it was just important to us because Grant, even though he had just met Paolo, he, they had a cool connection and I was like so excited to see Hannah again in this like season of my life. Mm-hmm. And so it was cool. But like when we got there, it was kind of late. And then like when we saw you, you and Justin, we literally just, the, you were like the only people we talked to. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was like, you know, divine timing, the way we walked yeah. in and just the, the stage at the the birthday party was at and then where you guys were and like, you know, we walked straight to the kitchen and we're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. I was like, who is this? I love these people. So yes. Yeah, so I was yeah. so glad to connect with you so much. We were so, like, thank they're you. so cool. And, and we, I know Grant said this when we got here today, but mm-hmm. he was like, I know we've only talked to them one time in person, but it just feels like we know them already. So it's it was weird. Like, yeah, it is weird. It's yeah. cool. How do you find that? Like when you encounter that in your life, like what do you tell people about that? Are you a creature of intuition? Like what, oh. what do you think about that? I, f- I feel, um, so much of when I recognize something so deep in someone that I, that I, I'm like, Oh, it's just, I know that's within me. And so it's like, I feel like it's, um, 
like this combination of experiences that shapes a person to seek what they seek and to be open to what they're open to and yeah. just the kind of the energies that they vibrate at and um, the types of things that uh, make them interesting, mm-hmm. you know, I, I and I, uh, it's always... I like to say that there's like something so familiar about you, yeah. you know, and it's just, it's like a familiarity, but it's a feeling. And so I like, I really love when, and it's it like you said this earlier, it doesn't always happen with like two couples, you know, no. it's like, it's hard to match up, you know, when you're like an adult and you're trying to have couple friends, it's hard to like find that. You're like, I love this one person. And then you meet their partner. You're like, Darn, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it just felt really like um, mm-hmm. just cohesive and like, oh, it's so great that we came out to this party tonight because it was just like such a beautiful seed that we felt um, that was sown um, mm-hmm. in getting to have those initial conversations with you guys. How did you get to the point of your energy that you have now? Like, because you have a really open, beautiful energy. And I know for me, it's taken me a lot of work and a oh. lot of years. So, you know, what got you to here to being a coach Thank and you, being like stepping into this role? I feel, I'm like uh, a big exhale. <laughs> I know you're like, uh, now let me inhale a giant breath to lay this uh, all out. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for that compliment. I know. I, yeah, I, you're I, welcome. It's so um, like powerful to be seen in that way, mm-hmm. um, to be seen for like just who you are, you know, and like the things that you know to be true in your heart and what you choose to live for and how you choose to live. Um, so I... You know, in, uh, when I was um, booking the podcast and mm-hmm. your series of questions that you asked, I was like, God, these are such great questions because. Thank you. Yeah, I try to keep it really so, simple. So, but that's the <laughs> beauty of it is, is like it, you ask someone to take a, you know, an inarticulate um, amount of their experiences and simplify them in one sentence to say like, this yeah. is who I am. This is my message. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. but it like, it does, it makes you for, or for me at least it, you know, cause oftentimes we can be doing a million things and I really wanted to book this podcast cause it was important to me. And so I was like, I really want to get this done. And I had a couple other things going on. And so I would put my phone down and I, you know, cause the questions are thought provoking. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wow, what am I doing? Let me just sit down and focus on this. And it's like, those are the types of questions that ask that of you, you know, for you to just like take a second and like check in and be like, you know, what's the articulation of this now, like today and, and how I feel today. And, and, um, because thank you for saying that. So good. I I really appreciate it. Cause it's like, sometimes I'm feeling like, is it a burden for someone or, you know, something like that. So I really think that it, um, I recognize it as something like really cool because for me, being on the other end of experiencing that is um, realizing like that you're a facilitator as a host, you know, mm-hmm. and then um, the, the space that you hold. And so it's like you're almost preparing the person to step into that space with the level of questions and like what that asks of someone to, you know, touch and access within themselves. Yeah. I think too, for someone like you, it's, or anybody that's had a big public background it's easy to delve into like what you think is going on in their lives Ugh, and it yeah. kind of gives a clearer picture of like what's going I like to talk about like what's going on right now like yeah where, like I do want to know how you got to this energetic space but I also want to know like what are you exploring right now and how how are you learning right now yeah right because it, t- it tells you so much it, te- yeah. it actually tells you so much about the journey anyways, mm-hmm. because it's like, it leads you to, you know, what's important right now. What are the energies that you feel right now? What are you working through right now? What are you experiencing right now? Like totally what's in your experience right now. Um, but I, I, I just, I mentioned that about the questions because 
it, it's nice to be reminded just for a moment of like, of who you are, you know, and like being able to feel proud about how you talk about yourself and, and going through the, the process of knowing that like, you definitely should talk about yourself in such a, a beautiful way and like it just own, own it, you know, like own who and what you are and what your message is. And because I know for me behind that is, is so much work and, and, and so much ability to be able to just like feel, um, the energy of your questions and then being able to just like sit with that and, and know my own process and then mm-hmm. be able to show up to this in a way that I'm like, you know, this feels like such a, um, beautiful opportunity platform ability to connect and, um, to share myself. And, and so I, I never had the ability to do that until really recently. Um, you know, I started having feelings of, um, I, I would say like the journey of, um, what a self-development or what, sure. whatever you want, whatever container you put on it, yeah, self- just whatever mm-hmm. becoming more of who you are, you know, um, that, that journey, really like kicked into gear, um, when I met Grant and we've been together for four years and it's just been like a, like a unbelievably trans, like quantumly trans transformational four years. And at the beginning of that journey, I wanted so badly to be able to, uh, uh, communicate Mm -hmm. and just like show up to my life and know like a part of me deeply knowing, like I have like everything that I want. I just don't know how to have it. And like the frustration with like, trying to learn and understand the language of my body and, and mm. so much of my pain and, and, you know, how I actually relate to the world and, and just like the untangling of that, of that knot in that process and, you know, fi- finding deeper levels of myself and, 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 you know, getting to a stage where I'm like, oh, this feels so good where I can look back and be like, wow, I've made so much progress, but knowing how much I feel like I have in front of me to be able to just one day wake up and say like, this is who I am and this is how I want to show up today. And, you know, no one will ever be like, oh, I'm so perfect. I can just show up exactly how I want, you know, but, but knowing my process of doing what works for me to get to a place where I'm like, I feel so open and available to just, um, connect on, on such an authentic level. And, and I, because I feel like that is just such currency. It's just, yeah, your authenticity is just like, it's like what people feel in your, presence and yeah. it's so valuable and it's so important. And I have always wanted to be able to present that in a way that I'm so proud. Um, but so many things have gotten in the way for so long and it's just like what not knowing at energies, like not knowing how to, um, being f- like, a feeling controlled by like a, a thought pattern or like, um, a reoccurring emotion that's like, you know, feeling like, you know, what my dark parts are and when they come up and, and not maybe having a grip on, not necessarily why, but like how to show up when they are showing, like how to meet myself in these moments. And like, I know what this is. This is like my greatest teacher in so many moments totally. and being, just da- being able to dance with it and still being able to like own who you are in, in your interactions and in your environments, regardless of, of what you're going through or what you're feeling or experiencing. Yeah. And I think that's like talking about some awareness of it too. You're able yeah. to step out into it, right. Yeah. And see it from a different perspective. Yeah. Why you talked about communicate too. Is that where the voice focus came from? Because that sentence that we're talking about, you said your true voice is the medicine, modality, and instrument of change. Did you just write that for this? Yeah, yeah. That's good. Thank you. (laughs) That needs to be in your bio or something. Thank you. Like that's, uh, well, of course it speaks to me um, because I'm all about voice. So, you know, it is 
But how'd you get to that? Like, I don't think that everybody's, I mean, like, I think everybody should agree with that because yeah. um, <laughs> your voice is so important and you think that, but like, how'd you get to that? What, what, why, why did you feel it was your voice? I think I spent, I, I spent so long saying, I don't know how to communicate. Like, oh, well I'm, then you're right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, in, in, in the right? really just like in the so many years of my life, you know, my twenties, just really not. How old are you? I'm 36. Okay. So like majority of my twenties. Fabulous. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I hadn't, I didn't have con- like conscious thoughts, you know, um, everything was kind of in. You're like autopilot, like being year. run by all the programming yeah, that you've got. Yeah. Just one mm-hmm. year and like just such a consistent emotional state and a habitual nervous system state, just like, you know, just one gear and just the, the same cycles over and over and over and, and not being able to recognize them, you know, and just feeling not really ha- just not having awareness around myself, just not mm-hmm. having developed that yet, not having um, had enough experiences to just reflect these things to me and, you know, just um, ask for that, the beginning of that inner journey, uh, you know, like, yeah, okay. Um, but so, so I always just, I, I, my conclusion about myself before I started having any conscious awareness of my own thoughts or, or that there's anything beyond what I know and experience now. Um, I used to just be like, I'm cold. I, I, I'm not an emotional person. Um, I show affection in these ways, you know, just like Mm -hmm. these truths that I, these things that I just believe to be true about, about my uh, relational interactions, like how I relate to the world and not understanding that so many of them, and it will, first of all, just believing that these are just reality. This is just, right. This is just my, how I am. Yeah. It's just my model right? of the world. Like this is just how I am, who I am, what things are. This is how you communicate these things. This is mm-hmm. how things feel. This is what you avoid. This is what you don't talk about. This is what you suppress, you know, but not really having any formulation for it. Just like everything was just kind of just like one big feeling, you know, mm-hmm. like no real separation. And, um, when I started, <clears throat> started, I started, uh, having so much anxiety in, um, 2018, I had a, a, um, a divorce that was finalized in 2017, like oh. just a, like a really intense experience. Like just like, divorce. You know, I've been divorced twice. I understand. Just, uh, you know, it uh, is it's they're, tough. They're life changing. They, they transform you in yeah. unlimited ways, you know, and, and just, yes, I agree to see the ways that you meet yourself and the ways that you just so many. And, but I, that was so traumatic because I, I went through that creating so many problems for myself and not, and just in such a victim place and, and just creating more, um, of the storm, you know, within that. And then, um, during that time, uh, dealing with like drugs and alcohol to try to just like numb these like really loud things that were starting to come to the surface, like my, you know, my intuition, things that were like, something's wrong, my body, you know, mm-hmm. like these things that I really couldn't suppress anymore. Um, and so I was finding different ways to cope and, just trying to like silence them. And, and, um, and when I, um, got to a point I had, I had never gone to rehab like the, um, the part after the detox, I would only go to the medical detox. So I've done that three times. Yeah. And, um, and that was like in this stint between like 2016 and 2018 and, um, this space where I was just like trying everything to just like stop that all the shit in my head, like the noise, Mm -hmm. the chatter, the, 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 you know, self-judgment and just like all of these things that were, I couldn't, this keeps suppressing and they were just showing up in my life. And, um, so I started having such intense anxiety. Like I would experience like panic attacks and, um, and I just was like, I know this, there's got to be something 
else like just something out you know what I was experiencing was so bad it was so bad and um it sounds so tough it, 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 but it, it, like, now I look back and I'm like oh my gosh like that part of my life was so important um but I right, <laughs> right. it is it, it helps shape yeah. you and now yeah. you can thank it and have value for oh it, my god you know? and and that that stage was like the stage that um but but as I was trying to escape just even these perpetual thoughts about myself I started to started to develop like these levels of awareness of like, there is something outside of like, there's something mm-hmm. more, there's something greater. And I remember one of my best friends who I barnes with like, you know, 15, 16 years ago, um, in downtown Houston, she sent me a book. She, she went down this really cool path of like Buddhism a couple of years ago and just really cool. started unraveling herself. And, and she sent me, um, the, the power of, uh, is it the power of now mm-hmm. uh, by Eckhart Tolle? Mm-hmm. And, um, I read it partly and then put it down, you know, and then a couple months later I ended up reading that probably 50 times, like just wow. front to back, front to back, front to back. And I was like wow. listening to the audiobook because I literally, could, like I was, tr- I was like, I know there's a way to turn off like all this stuff in my head. I know like, you know, and just trying to separate myself from these thoughts, like this, like this hell that I was creating for myself. And, um, in that part, so I was starting to find something more in, in that time. And, and Grant and I met like right around this time. And, um, he was, spe- I got invited to a mastermind in Arizona and he was speaking at that. And, um, where, where in, in Scottsdale, Scottsdale, in Scottsdale. Yeah. Justin and I met in Arizona. Arizona is so magical. For, it's so mm-hmm. magic. Yeah. 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 Um, and so we had such a special connection. <laughs> so many people there too. So, so nice. of course you guys of met course. there. Adam, we met Adam mastermind. Of course. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. In Sedona. But he was like speaking right to me and you know, I, it was a business, it was like a coaching mastermind at that time. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't in the coaching industry. I had a clothing business, but, um, I went because I connected with a guy that was um, holding the mastermind on a podcast. Like we had done mm-hmm. each other's podcast and um, he invited me out and I just went and like, I, I went to like get help with, my, I was struggling in my business and um, Grant was there. He was on the second day uh, speaking and it was like, every, like everything he said was like right to me. It was just like, yeah. I was like, Oh my God. Um, <laughs> and, and so it was just like, ever since that moment, um, it was like starting to have those first like conscious thoughts of, you know, there's something more to life opened me up to be able to meet him. And like, and you know, we left meeting and connecting so deeply in an elevator, just like in the, you know, in the moment where you just know we connected in an elevator and then, and then just kind of, you know, something shifted for both of us. And we ended up um, like actually dating and like talking months later, like from on Instagram. But um, it was like something shifted so much. I mean, I felt like it was, I had opened myself up to something, um, greater in my life. And that was him, but I, I didn't know it at the time, but in, in the early stages of our relationship, you know, it asked so much of me, um, in, in my mind in my experience. And I'm like, I've never had a relationship like this. I've never experienced anything, um, like this so intense. And it was just like, it wasn't, it, he was just like, let's talk about stuff. Like, let's talk about your yeah. family. Like, let's talk about uh, these things. He was already in that mindset of yeah. like where you were going. So I literally started, it was so uncomfortable and I didn't have any awareness around like, um, discomfort in my body, like where that comes from. And like, with, you know, what, what the, um, fear is that I have and around talking about my, about, about my emotions, about my true self, my true, what's in mm-hmm. my heart, you know, just having, just it being such a, like powerful experience, but knowing the connection that we have and not really being able to, you know, I just, we knew what we had. It was just, I didn't know how to connect to him and like 
then I started being like, I just, I don't know how to communicate. Like I, it, I, I felt like there was like an, um, a language, like an emotional language that I didn't learn growing up. And, but that, that was like the kind of the first thoughts that I was forming around, man, these are just ways that I don't understand how to relate or that it's even possible to have a conversation like this. Um, did your family do that at all? Like growing no, up? Or no, no, no. Yeah. So it was like foreign. It was literally like a different language. And so yeah. it, I, I, at that stage, which was like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. I, f- I was just like, oh, I just, I don't know how to communicate, you know? And it, and then, so, but it was, it was me kind of putting a name on a feeling that I had always felt, but mm-hmm. never really had the sense of being like, what is this? You know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. it was just like the, the stacking of so many, um, emotions that create like just your pain body and like only knowing, only resonating with that in times where I was in pain or, you know, going through habitual cycles in my life, my life that I didn't have mm-hmm. awareness of. Um, and, and, and then really starting to, um, be able to identify like when it would come up and be like, oh, okay, like you can like learn, like, what is this? Like you can learn yeah. from this. Um, I lost my train of thought. With, and you with can Florida. learn to talk about it too. It's okay. You lost your train of thought. Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm you, like, I told you my well, bad communication. <laughs> <know. laughs> right. Are you ready to up-level your pleasure practice? I have in mind. And the main things that have helped me are the tools that I've found from wands. Wands creates luxurious products that encourage us all to honor our body, celebrate our sexuality, and live in pleasure with more pleasure all the time. One of my favorites, if you listen to this show, then you probably already know, is the cervix wand. Wands has trademarked their number one best-selling glass pleasure wand. It's for vaginal and anal de-armoring, and it's designed for cervical and G-spot stimulation. And let me tell you, it's incredible. It's helped thousands of women become more connected to their bodies and their pleasure, and supports them to heal pelvic pain through self-yoni massage, and helps awaken more pleasure. Just recently, I've ordered the Venus Wand, another trademarked wand from Wands, and it's designed to activate and awaken the G-spot and more. Also, don't miss one of their new offerings, which are free bleed blankets that can be used as waterproof intimacy blankets. They have a beautiful selection now available. But take a look around at wands.com, that's W-A-A-N-D-S, because they have a huge selection of incredible items like yoni eggs, crystal pleasure wands in amethyst, black obsidian, anything that your heart desires, and so much more. Check them out at wands.com. That's W-A-A-N-D-S dot com. And use my link in the show notes to get 10% off or simply enter my code Amy Edwards at checkout. Again, that's W-A-A-N-D-S wands.com. Y'all, I have started using higher dose products and I am such a fan. You know, I don't put anything on this podcast that I am not 100% completely behind. And I have a special discount code for you for all higher dose products. I'm so excited. If you don't know, Higher Dose is a wellness company. They have wellness tech products, they have tools, they have supplements, and they have body care. They have so many things that are hot right now, too, that are really biohacking and up-leveling our lives at home, which is really cool. They have an infrared sauna blanket. They have an infrared PEMF mat that I'm so excited to be sharing about soon. One of my favorites, though, is the Red Light Face Mask. It stimulates collagen, it activates glowing skin, reduces fine lines, regenerates cells. 
and it's soft. It's not like one of the hard plastic ones. So you can kind of move it around on your body, which I've been doing, and I am seeing amazing results. I am absolutely addicted to it. I use it every single night, and I'm using it in conjunction with one of their other products, the Glow Serum. And I'm very picky about what I put on my skin, and I am loving the Glow Serum. It's specially formulated to plump and hydrate and stimulate radiant skin, which that's the goal. They have a ton of other products too, magnesium ingestibles, magnesium body care, which has a healing oil and a serotonin soap that you can use in your bath, which I've been using too. It boosts your mood, enhances your skin and deepens your detox, gets you calmed down. Anyway, I'm a fan. So I'm so excited to offer you 15% off using my code MAGIC15. Go to the show notes. You can click through on the link right there. Or if you go to Higher Dose, just enter the code MAGIC15 and you'll get 15% off. Higher Dose has been featured in Goop, Glamour, Elle, Vogue, Bizarre, Allure, basically you name it. And there's a reason why. So go check it out. It's at higherdose.com and enter my code MAGIC15 for 15% off. I think I asked about your family and that <laughs> oh, distracted yeah. you a yeah. little bit. But yeah, you were you were talking about meeting Grant, though, and like starting to open up to it and yeah. understanding that you didn't know how to communicate. And that's so interesting. I think that you people just don't know that they don't know how. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, um, it's like you know when you learn something new and it's... Well, I have found this and it was actually really reflected and formulated in a really cool way at that NLP um, practitioner training oh, yeah. a couple months ago. That's neuro-linguistic programming if anybody wasn't sure. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool. And I want to do it. So it's like formulation for so many things that you probably already do and just instinctually know. So it's like, that's why it was so captivating for us. We were just like, oh my gosh, you know? And so, um, it was like, uh, it was something, it, it was formulation for something you just said. I don't come back to me in a second. What was it? Um, you don't know what you don't know or? Yeah. Oh, it was, it was something about the process of learning. And mm-hmm. so, you know, in line with feeling like NLP as a, a, a technique or a technology or a structure, um, is putting formulation around things that you instinct, instinctively do and know already, like in communication. Yeah. Um, in terms of that, like, um, uh, oh my gosh. Um, oh, they said when you're learning, this is like learning a new language. When you're mm-hmm. learning something new, like the sign that you are pushing past, like your edge of understanding is confusion is confusion, frustration. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. This is beyond my ability, my perception, my ability to understand. And it reframed, um, confusion for me. So like I started meeting confusion with like, man, I'm truly learning something. Like I literally don't have the ability to understand what's happening or I don't have the ability to understand something that's being taught to me right now. So it's like, it's to me, it's now a signal. Like I'm learning something new that's outside my perception. That's outside any, any experiences I've ever had outside anything I've ever been taught. So it's like to feel confused is like, wow, it's, it, it's almost like a, the ability to re- relax your nervous system into something less fear-based and be like, no, oh. it's super comforting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, cause I get confused and it's like, it irritates me, you yeah. know, or makes me think like I'm inadequate or I can start new stories about that. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so yeah. it's like, a, it's oh, literally a shift. That. It's a shift. It's like, yeah, and, and literally anything, anything, because that's the cycle of when you're trying to learn something new. God, and I can't say enough good stuff about NLP right now. It's so funny. That's okay. I like talking about it. It's like such a metaphor for everything because the way that they structured, it's so brilliant. The way that they structured the four day, um, practitioner training was like, you know, really cool interactive first day, mm-hmm. you know, evoked a lot of like 
really empowering things in you and like just kind of like, wow, look at all these possibilities. And then the second day was more difficult. There was more information, more heady, more things to feel like you had to process in your mind and be like, oh man, this is something that takes practice. Like I'm going to have to mm-hmm. really embody, you know, these t- techniques or learning how to, um, practice them in person, which they did have you do. And it felt very like the energy shifted so much with people in the room feeling like, um, like not, like not able to do it or, you know, feeling insecurities or I'm not capable of this or I feel stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was like this emotional journey and like, but at the end of the night, Grant and I were, were talking about like what we were feeling in the shift of our like emotional state each day and like what we noticed within the group. And, um, and, and so I was like, there's gotta be, we were both like, you know, there's gotta be a reason for it. There's gotta be, you know, there's gotta be something built into the learning process, like the emotional ride that it takes you through. And then sure enough on the third day, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's so much about like, it's like a zoom out of like the techniques and the actual process, but it's, um, it almost puts more containers around the concepts that you're learning. And it's like, if you're confused, essentially like acknowledging everybody in the room, like validating everyone to be like, (laughs) you know, like if you're confused, it's because you're learning something literally outside of what you know. And so when I have comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and that took like a different meaning for me, like in my body. Cause I was like, okay, what do I feel when I'm confused? Fear and insecurity. And then that yeah. kicks in my, my doubt. Uh, and, and then just brings alive some of those feelings that I've felt my whole life. Things that like Same. prevent me from really like mm-hmm. showing up to something that I want to show up to. And, um, yeah. So, so I it, like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's, it's just something that you can tell yourself in a moment and it literally allows you to shift. It, it allows your like asshole to relax. You know, you can be like, yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. Yeah, yeah. So let me be like more available to what I'm learning. So that way, like, and I can give myself time to understand it in my own way. I don't have to know, I don't have to put these containers around it right now in this moment. Let me just experience it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Cause we do, we want to put these, um, understandings on it like yeah. now I am confused and this means that I am not good enough <laughs> yeah, it's like, that I am it's dumb like, boop, 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 let me like. label you know so, and I want to just also add that this NLP course that you took tours around the country and I had looked into this exact one and it was confusing to me because it costs like something so small it's like yeah like 144 dollars <laughs> yeah it's 144 dollars if anybody's interested yeah it is totally accessible and it came to Austin and I know it goes around like they had all these dates and I was like I remember reading it like five times thinking I don't understand why is this $144 yeah yeah. but then they have other levels down the road that you can do and I think that that then people build up but anyway it is accessible to anyone like that you can go learn this they they and they they tell you that up front. They're like, when you get, when you get there, mm-hmm. they have, it's like such a cool way they have of like inviting you in and, and helping everybody just kind of subtle and feel welcome and connected. And, um, they, t- they literally tell you the story, the company. Um, I think this company has been around for 40 years, you know, it's in the generation generational, um, just really cool stories. And, um, they're like, we, I think they changed it maybe like 10 years ago or something, the model. I did some research on it. Did and you? I think that's it's, right. It's yeah. so interesting. It's uh-huh. so interesting. But they explained like why they did it. And I felt, I felt everybody in the room was like literally experiencing gratitude and, and more, and feeling almost more relaxed in their ability to be there and learn like, you know, what is this? Are they going to try to upsell me? You know, like, didn't feel like a scam. No, like you're yeah. at a timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> you were allowed to get yeah. so much out of it and they wanted you to, because, um, so much of like the process 
um, that they teach you, even if you don't take it and like study it or go and get certified to be a practitioner, it, you embody so many of the things because you, f- you feel them in real time. Like it's, it's, it's these real time shifts, um, and shifts in your like perceptions or beliefs about certain things if you're open to it. Yeah. And so that, that like the whole time we were there, we, we, Grant and I really pride ourselves on being leaders, like from the center. So like leading Love just the, and how we show up, you know, as like, if we're students, like let's show up as students, like willing to learn, willing to like be vulnerable to like look stupid, you know, just to share ourselves and, yeah. and just finding that, um, to refine ourselves in every experience. And so we were like stretching and moving and just like, keeping our bodies like open and just, you know, Mm -hmm. eating and stuff and, and drinking a lot of water and stuff throughout the four days. And we actually felt really amazing for sitting on our ass for 12, you know, 48 hours total, but it did, it started to like create, um, like a shift in some of the people that were there. Like we, there was like a stretching circle and then there ended up being like a handstand circle. Like, you know, people were (laughs) really getting into it, but it's like, it's the ability for us. It was such a gift because it was so much formulation for us to kind of shift a few things and how, like even ways that we, you know, show up to our clients or run our business or even relate to each other or just, you know, in life, like how we relate to others in life, how we show up. And, um, you know, we, we were feeling so, so much gratitude and being like, oh my gosh, let's get so much out of this. And so really wanting to like be in our bodies and feel good and, you know, have good posture and we feel hydrated and mm-hmm. everything that we could do to be able to just really learn as much as we could and connect with, there's so many cool people there. It sounds like you guys were there. Well, it was, and we were like, oh my gosh, you know, the caliber of people that you're like, I'm so excited I met you. And that's, you know, yeah. like the kind of, the connection we had is like, you, you see somebody for, for everything that they are or something like that. Cause it's like just the way that you, the way that people, the certain types of people that are magnetized to stuff like that, because what they're looking for. Well, it's like meeting our partners at a mastermind. Yeah, that is It's so this crazy. exact same thing. You know, yeah. when you show up in these spaces, it's a push, Yeah, like a push for yourself to go or whatever. At least I know that when I went to, it was like outside my comfort zone. And I was like, I feel like an outsider. I don't know what I'm doing and who are these people. And, but they were all showing up in a space that was like that, an expansion space. Yes. Which is what that is. Yeah. I was going to ask you as you were saying that, like yeah. what that was like for you. Cause I, I feel like mm-hmm. I can say, oh yeah, we met, met at a mastermind, you know, it's mm-hmm. this like cool conversation, but the real parts that came along with showing up at a mastermind, what, like what you just described, I was like, oh my God, like, mm-hmm. You know, I don't even, I don't know anybody. uh, My best friend at the time who is a coach, she's a a fitness, oh, like a wellness coach. And she's, I was like, I don't know what this is. You want to come with me? She's like, yeah, cool. You know, we we went, we had a great time. And obviously I met my husband, Yeah. but I was (laughs) feeling so many things. Like, you know, I was already feeling really inadequate and like less than in my business. Like just, I felt like I was just really, you know, hitting my head against a wall and trying to grow it. Was and it your clothing business at the time? Yeah. Which yeah. you, let's say, just go ahead and tell people you were the inventor of the butt cheek. Yeah. The booty scrunch. The yeah. booty yeah. scrunch. Yeah. There I, you go. In, in 2014, I, um, <laughs> so I had, um, a women's athletic brand. It was like really like a yoga pants, yoga leggings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Celestial Bodies. And I rebranded in 2021 to be CB Collective, but I had it for seven years. And I... Celestial Bodies is great. <laughs> so good. I was like, I had that name in my head for so long. I was like, let's use that for something. I had like an email address, like, you know, when I was 15, oh, Celestial yeah. Bodies. And your CB anyway. Yeah. Too, so it, was like, it was like, I, I, mm-hmm. I wanted something. I, I never knew it was going to be. Um, but when I first started it, it was like right after I, I left pro wrestling. Yes. And I was like, 
Um, Which you did for how many years? Four years. Four okay. Years. And so, yeah, my 20s, like these insane wow. 20s up. But um, so with my clothing brand, um, I started out like maybe six months after I left the, the WWE. It's hard uh, to say. It, it really is. Every I really time, focused on it when I said I it I noticed earlier. that and I have so much mm-hmm. respect for Thank you. you. I was like, Thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was in such an interesting place after that whole career and like the whole experience, like... Um, and I really wanted to do something so epic and I just, um, really hadn't processed anything in my life at that point. And it was just kind of like, you know, yeah, from what you said earlier, I can you gather to, that kind of, you just know, running like, into things, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, so I started social bodies and I, I, inv- so my, my idea for the brand was, um, I had this ruch, this ruching sewn into all the like the shorts or the leggings of my wrestling outfits, and mm-hmm. it was just this like little elastic ruching in between my butt cheeks, like the butt seam, that um, gave this like really nice like shape lifting. Yeah. You know, um, was that something normal that people did, or was it just kind of your thing? So it was like a lot in because I did bodybuilding before mm-hmm. bodybuilding and, and figure competitions before wrestling, and so um, I had did. done. They had you know all the suits had the, um, the scrunch, it. and so I'd only seen it, and it was becoming more popular in uh, just swimsuits. And so I, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was like really becoming popular. And then I had it sewn in, um, one of my outfits one time and I was like, Oh God, this is the thing. And so I, I had it in every, every outfit I ever wore after that. Mm-hmm. And then when I left, I was like, this is, could be something. And, and I, so I wanted to do it in, um, leggings because mm-hmm. it wasn't being done yet. And, um, so I, I don't have any sewing experience and it was just this really cool ride of designing them and, and learn. I had no idea. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur at heart, but I had no, no idea what I was doing. I, I was only, I was 24. I was, I was 24. Wow. Or, no, I'm sorry. 27. Yeah. 27. I was 27. Okay. Still, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that like, makes and sense. jumping in and doing it. Yeah. Um, my, my first awesome. husband was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. He had a supplement company. And so I did learn a lot of things in that stage of my life of like, I'm like, okay, I can do this, this, this. And so anyways, yeah, I had that business for um, seven years, but um, it was like really crazy successful in the first like two, three years. It was really on that, that influencer, um, Mm -hmm. you know, ride up. And I had a lot of the really big fitness influencers, um, on my team, my influence, my affiliate brand and stuff. And, uh, we, I had Miss Olympia, uh, Ashley Kaltwasser, um, one year and, and, uh, Courtney King, um, the year that they, switched the Miss Bikini Olympia title. So I had both of them on, um, cool. on my, my, uh, my ambassador team, but, and just to say it was so immersed in the fitness industry. I was like, you know, it was the hot thing, the ass pants. And then, um, <laughs> and so I, from the very beginning, I had tried to patent the design and it, you know, trying to do, trying to patent anything is like a really intense process. But the first like six months I was out, there was like a lot of brands starting to do it. And I was like, not in a headspace to understand, like, you know, my brand isn't just about the scrunch, but I was so, I was like, I invented it, you know, people are stealing it from me and like this whole journey of like, you know, what that was. And then I eventually got it patented. Um, but in, I, I could only get a design patent and I was really working for a utility patent. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially in, in design and clothing, um, you can only like really protect something if it, it has, um, if it solves a problem, you know, like a zipper. Gotcha. You know, something really fun, you know, really functional. And, and so I'm like, it does solve a problem. It makes your ass it look does. better than it, it did. It separates yeah. your ass cheeks. So, but I could never, <laughs> duh. I mean, but I could never get, um, the utility patent. So I, I could get, so it wouldn't really, you know, never really stood up for anything. It was kind of a waste of money to take somebody to court for, you know, sure. and, and, but it was like this really, this journey of 
me just stepping into these new seasons of myself, new versions of myself. And then, but towards the end, I, um, was kind of coming to terms as like, I don't think really think this is like, this doesn't fulfill me. I was finding fulfillment in like certain channels of like the creativity, the design mm-hmm. aspects, um, the, you know, fun with marketing and photo shoots and, and, you know, the team of girls I had that, you know, the, Some, the little community. I think sometimes it's that evolution of letting go. Like this was my identity, but I know it doesn't <laughs> suit me anymore. How do yeah. I let go of it? Was yeah. it kind of like that thing? Yeah. Cause I've done I, that numerous times. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. Cause you're, <laughs> but I know for me, cause I, I hadn't processed any of like, who am I, who, who am I? And, and so much of my worth and value is tied to like, um, the prestige of being on television, being, um, a WWE diva, you know, and oh my being gosh, like, will, I can imagine. will I ever do anything greater than that? Will I ever do anything that's bigger than that? And feeling like that my career there wasn't even actually what I knew it could be or what I knew I had within me mm-hmm. and feeling like, you know, having these thoughts and feelings of like, just, um, just like could it could have been so much better, you know, like the you know the Uncle Rico mentality. It was like if I could yeah. just know what I know now and go back and all these things. And I just, mean, I live with a pro athlete who's uh, figuring yeah. out his next steps and watching that firsthand is interesting. It's like I mean, it, I think it's really anybody who leaves anything that has been such a significant part of who you yeah. are. And so I was like, well, I think a really big driving force of wanting to have a business and, and create something new was like, I need to keep building. I need to build my name in another way. I need to find another way to have a vehicle for rev, uh, relevance or, or, you know, yeah. and, um, so for so long, I put all of my, my, my value, I let my value be reflected to me by my company and that whether I thought it was successful or not. And, you know, when you're in that mindset, you don't really view anything as success. You always want more. Like you're trying to fill a void essentially. Like you're trying to create a feeling for yourself. Um, and so my business, you just phrased it so well too. I just want to say, let my value be reflected to me. Oh my gosh. Like Like, that sentence right there. I haven't heard it stated like that, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Are you allowing your value to be reflected to you? And it's like, it's I've done it so many times. It's a surrender because I have to let it go. Yeah. Cause it's a trust in your own greatness. It's like, it's a trust in like your ability to be great and like truly believe that like viscerally. And, um, I wasn't ready for that. Like at the core, like the core parts of me that were like, just not untapped and not accessed, um, are, are not felt by me at that point. Like these, just these, um, voids within me, you know, like these feelings that I did, didn't understand are the that, just pain. That's so interesting to say. I wasn't ready for that. And to like, be able to have compassion for that, like, and to understand that about yourself. Sometimes we have to go, it's the going through it. You can't oh, just yeah. jump from here to here, you know? And like, I guess I think about all, all the times that like we, you know, want to, and instead you're like, oh, you weren't ready for that. Yeah. It's almost like you get like a vision of it. You get a taste of who you are in a moment, right? Mm -hmm. Like you get your brilliance reflected to you in a moment. And it's like, it, it gives you, I, I related to like plant medicine, you know, you get, you see something so so great, you know, and you touch it and you feel it for a moment and then you come back to like your, your everyday reality. And so it's like in those moments, um, when I was feeling like, I know there's something beyond this. I just was so afraid of what that was. And so afraid of addressing the things within me that was really doubting the next season of my life, what that would be and who I would be without these things that I thought, 
made right. me who I was. Like just safe to let go. Yeah. And just, that surrender that you're talking of. Just like talking about social identity because I, I had literally built my value or what I thought my value was. Um, so, and so deeply and intrin- intrinsically tied to what my social identity was, especially like being on television and like mm-hmm. all the things that went into that. And then just, you know, I remember, um, WWE started a Twitter account for me. That was my first social media besides like MySpace. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> and, and then being kind of thrust into that world and then learning through the actual difficult experiences of um how to interact with um not I don't I don't like the, not haters, but being able to be in the public eye and have have so much love and compassion for yourself, um, instead of choosing to see the ways that you judge yourself in the way that people might talk about you or talk to you or think that they can talk to you, you know? And, and wow. Yeah. So I already had so many insecurities and doubts when I started wrestling because so I had a a, a unbelievable story of starting. Like I, I literally wrestled my first match ever on live television, like no experience. It was just this crazy situation. Yeah. And, but I had gotten hired by the company and I moved out to Florida and it was this weird thing where it was a show that was supposed to debut. They had everybody that was going to be on it, the full roster. It was an all-women's show. Because WWE has an umbrella of shows. They have Raw and SmackDown, the big ones, different pay-per-views. And then just other... Sometimes they have other shows on different networks. Mm-hmm. And so this was one that was in its third season. It was like a reality-based elimination show. And it was the first all-female season. And mm-hmm. I, I just got hired. I had just, just got signed and I had no wrestling experience. I'd gotten hired... Like I had some good... Uh, my confidence and I had some mm-hmm. ability to talk on a mic and I was really athletic and I just, mm-hmm. I had the look. And so I got hired and, you know, was going to just learn yeah. at the developmental center. And, um, I got thrusted into live TV like a few weeks after I got hired because they wow. had let somebody go like three or four days before the show, the live show was supposed to debut live. And so they're like, you know, called me from the office, like you're up kid. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but I, it, so it pushed me to my absolute threshold my absolute edge I'm like you know it's like what do I have to lose and um so I was like really thrusted into it and like just it taught me so much but I also created or it um activated so many pain points within me of just like insecurities and doubts that I already had you know just from my upbringing and experiences in life up until that point and just like being in the public eye and then knowing the ways that I truly felt about myself in certain you know, painful areas that I'd never addressed. And then seeing that in like a shitty comment or a negative comment on, you know, Instagram or uh, a write-up about my mat, like a really bad match that I had. And, you know, knowing like I'm doing my, I'm, I'm trying so hard, like, you know, and just, and trying to love myself through that. Um, what I developed like such a thick skin and the ability to, um, show up socially in that way. But, um, so much of that process tied me to this identity that I thought I had to have. Um, and that, and that just, um, has been a metamorphosis in every career change, like with my, you know, with my business and each rebrand of my business and Mm -hmm. then closing my clothing business down like, which was like you were saying the process, like I had a vision of, it was a conversation I had with Grant and he was like this, he was like, do you feel like maybe this doesn't serve you anymore. And it was like this, like, you know, this feeling where it was just like, you know, everything kind of sucked out of me of like my, my physiology reacting to the, the relief of that truth in my body. Mm-hmm. And like that happened like eight months before I closed my, closed my business. So it's like, I had the realization, but 
the process of it was so different than what I thought with the letting go process. And then like having to change my perspective on these things that I, it was so difficult to let go of, you know, like my team and like, you know, this aspect I love, it fulfills me so much and, and not really realizing the moments that I was staying attached to good and instead of allowing myself to have great. Ooh, you know, shit. but it, cause like I, I there's yes. so many beautiful things that I did within my business, like so many amazing relationships with the, with the women and the people that I worked with and the relationships, just, just everything, just the entire experience, the whole ride, the whole journey and feeling like, Oh, if I'm stepping into something else, like, I don't know how to process, like, how do I just embody all of it and be able to just let go of the business, you know, tangibly, physically. And, and it was that actual physical letting go that helped me embody everything that I felt like I had learned and, and earned and was taught through that business. And I was like, creating space. Yeah, and like all yeah, that yeah. is for real, right? Yeah. 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 When you talk about then you and Grant moved into this place of coming from center, you mm-hmm. know, uh, what does that look like in process for you? Like, was that an evolution of building these habits together that got you tuned into that? And what do you, what what do you ama- think about center? What an amazing question. Oh, thanks. That's such an amazing question. I wanted to come back to center and I feel like now's a good time. Um, I got chills from that because it oh. is, it's like, it's, it's what I tell myself. It's what we tell each other. It's what we tell the people we love. It's what we tell our clients is like, no matter um, how bad something seems like in the moment, like, a fight with your significant other, which, you know, we all know creates a cascade and everything in your life in your business and like all your other yeah. relationships and, and just your body and your mental space, like everything. Um, so, um, it's, it's coming to that. That is just a state, no matter how far you get from yourself or no, no matter how far you get from feeling like you're centered in yourself you know, in the moments where you're just like, your mind is everywhere and your, your nerve, your system is elevated and it's like, you can't <laughs> access yourself. And I it's literally just, you know, just had it last you're night just in that, in that, and I couldn't not yeah. do it. And I couldn't yeah. not. And it's like, it, and it like so weirdly feels good, you know, cause it's like this yes. chemical cocktail. So, <laughs> it but does. it's like no matter what, and yeah, I can tell myself this when I get triggered into a state like that. Um, and it does help, but it's like, it's the knowing and coming back to that knowing and like, living it and believing it so much that it's, it's only a state. So no matter how far you get from that feeling, like it's only a a shift in your state to be able to like touch that again and access that again. And it's so hard to remember that in relationships because, and I, I only know this from absolute like hard knock experience, like, you know, just like going through a relationship that is a true union where you both are wanting just like evolution in every way and you're in you're choosing it through each other you know and you're choosing to grow together and like no even on days that are the hardest truly knowing that at your core like what it's all for and what you're doing um so uh do y'all ever forget that always every time we don't every time <laughs> okay good but it's, that's, but it's, good. But it's comforting because we just a, had a moment you know me and justin it's so, a yeah. state though and it's like the further that you get from it it's it's harder to remember the value of it like when we and grant i always say like you can never think greater than how you feel like if you feel like shit or you have anxiety or you you have fear or you have a, like a ton of heavy emotions it's hard to have thoughts that that take you outside of that vibrational frequency to to, to think greater than what you're 
yeah. actually physiologically feeling. And so, so do you change how you feel? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, and it's been such a process, but, um, we both know and understand and are so committed to each other and ourselves. And so it's like, it's been the process of, okay, learning, learning to even, even just gather data as, as it's happening and knowing we're not, you know, we're both triggered. It's going to be days or a week or two weeks or, you know, that we're not ourselves, but like each time when we come back to a place where, where we're feel balanced and we're both, you know, in a good place, um, uh, we gather data. So it's like that. Okay. Well, so what happened here? Um, and it's not like we can just talk about it, you know, it's like, cause these are wounds. These are things that re they, they become reactivated, reactivated, you know, each time there's, yeah. you know, something. But I mean, either like, I, I was just thinking about my own situation, which we have, Justin and I had a fight. So, and I was telling you about it before we started, but like, I was thinking about that gathering data. Cause I was like, okay, I know he hasn't slept that well in the last week. And I know that there was caffeine involved. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. I know some things, everything that are least, just data points, really every, and there's, there, it's not, it's nothing is judgmental about anything. It's like, it's your own data points. Like what, you know, just like what, you know, it's like, it's like the starting with yourself is like, I know, you know, I haven't felt good or I haven't felt aligned in like two, three days, you know, that I've been feeling, um, agitated in these, scenarios or like my body, I've had so much yeah. tension in this part of my body or it's just so you're noticing patterns and stuff and, and like, yeah, getting, patterns. Yeah. And, and then choosing to, um, come back to ourselves, however that happens. And, and, and that's even a process of learning how to, you know, so we live together, we work together, we create together, you know, we facilitate together, we, we do everything together. And so much of our journey of being able to have the energy that we have now to have the relationship and the union that we have now has been through the process of like, you know, um, navigating so many repetitive fights, so many things, oh, just over and over and over and over and over again. Um, that's, and, I, I want to say that's comforting to you too. Oh my God. It's like, like it's like, you know, people could look at you and be like, they have got it figured out. And I mean, you do to a certain extent because you recognize the pattern. Yeah. And like, yeah. Oh, you know, it is. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it, and it's, <clears throat> it, it becomes, um, it becomes your greatest teacher. And I, and, and our journey, um, f when we first met to, you know, we moved in together, like pretty much immediately, like probably within the first month of so coming did, together so in person. It's, you know, it's just when, you know, you just, so you we. just know. And, and he, he just moved. I was like, I have this extra bedroom and he moved down to Florida and, and, and what a funny thing to have in common. We didn't get together at the mastermind either. We waited. It was like a month later. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. That's wow. so cool. Um, but, but has every single aspect of our journey of like, we have these moments where we're like, um, we're doing something really funny or just silly or just ridiculous or mm -hmm. just amazing. And we're like, Hey, fast forward from the elevator and we go back to the moment where we met, like where we locked eyes and we're like, could you imagine, could you ever imagine this, like having this, <laughs> you know? And it's, it's the moments where you're like, you're so connected and it's the moments where you don't even have to say it, but it's like everything clicks and you're like, I get why we went through all this because I f like, it's like something shifts and something clicks in you. And it's like, Oh, we just hit a new level of like connection. We just, we were just able to overcome something that's always been in the way. Um, but it's been, you know, thousands of those moments. And we, we kind of created this like codependency where, so we're trying to find, you know, we're trying to, uh, 
um, learn ourselves, learn each other through ourselves, you know, learn ourselves through each other and learning who we are together and what, what are we creating? What is our message together? How do we do this? How do we create a business that's like heart led, soul led? How do we do that and show up open to each other to create this? Because it's like, you can't create that if you're closed off, if you're in resentment, if you're in anger, if you're feeling hurt, if you're feeling not seen. And we spent way too much time in those states, not creating, not creating, not building our business or, or being able to build our business, but it not be what we wanted and being able to, and having that reflected back to us and being like, this is a reflection of us. Like, so we created this, like almost we, we were from day one, we were both just like, ride or die. Like we both would knew whether it was like this verbal agreement or not, you know, it was just like, we both knew that we were so committed to whatever this is, you know, whatever we are, like, you know, and, um, we created this like kind of codependency where it was almost this, like we had broke down these barriers, um, within the safety of each other. Mm-hmm. And then when we were starting to like reemerge into the world, like kind of trying to find our community and trying to like find who we are as a couple and, and, and learning to reconnect with certain people after spending so much time within ourselves and just like working on ourselves and, you know, feeling like we're just like the biggest shit show and kind of not even wanting people to see what we were going through, but feeling like we couldn't even explain it. Like, you know, you wouldn't like the things that you just know, but you wouldn't expect anybody else to understand. Like we were there for a long time. And then, so as we started to kind of reemerge into the world together with like this bond and this like trust, we started realizing that we had created this new level of like freedom and love within each other and for ourselves and in our lives. But we started seeing that we were so codependent in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And then, so our next journey uh, of our relationship, which has been like, you know, maybe the last six months of our relationship up until pretty recently has been this journey of finding our own individual expression and the permission for that within like the union that we've created. That is our love. That is our business. That is our life. That is our relationships with others, our friendships. And, and like being like kind of the energy of like, is this okay? Is this okay? Mm -hmm. Like not even concerned about what others think of us, but how the other one is perceiving the other one. You know, it's like what I've shown you up until now, you know, it's like, but at the deepest level, it's still um, my insecurity within me and his insecurity within him. But we had just created such a safe spot for, um, each other to start to express who we truly felt that we were, you know, in, in the world. And so now we have this different level of, um, connection where it's like, we've given ourselves and each other this permission, this permission to like find this artistic expression, just like what our own unique authentic expression is in the world, just who we are. And then what that is together and, um, and coming back to the moments where we realize like, okay, when we don't feel that it's just a state. Yeah. It's just a state. And it's like being so committed to like surrendering to whatever you feel is so justified and whatever you feel is like, you know, our mentor, um, we, we have a coaching mentor. She works with us like together and individually. She said recently, she's like, no anger is ever justified. And she said it to me in a moment where I was like feeling so much anger and resentment towards my family. And it was like coming out at him and he was having his own experience of whatever that was. And she said that to us, um, together in a session together. And I was like, and ever since, she, ever since she said That's that, hard to process. Cause yeah. like, I don't know. Cause like in that moment, it's like when you th- almost what for me is like, I think about right. Like all the, 
angry moments that I'm like, those are justified. You know, it's like they come up and then you totally. feel the justification. Then you feel the justification of your own anger inside of you. And then you actually just feel the anger. And you're like, I literally just created this for myself. And so in that moment, it literally showed me that like no anger is ever justified because it's me. It's hurting me. And then it's hurting like what I actually want at the deepest level, which is just like such a profound, vulnerable, open, unconditional love. And if I don't have that for myself, how could I ever have that, you know, yeah. with someone else? Absolutely. <laughs> I don't even know. How, how do you define codependency? Um, so, or how'd you see it in yourself too? I just, so I really, and this is so true. Like that didn't even come up as anything until kind of like the end of last year and the beginning of this year, like mm-hmm. d- December, January. Um, I went through, so my dad and I were uh, estranged for like 18 years. And I reached out to him last year in 2022 for the first oh, time in 18 years. And, yeah. And we, Dang. it's this crazy, like looking back at it, I'm like, I'm, I like take a bow. I'm like, I'm such the, uh, such an artist. Like the way the story like took place, like, um, just the journey of everything. But uh, so I reached out to him on father's day. Um, I was telling you a little bit about um, my did. mom's situation yes, too. Yes. Like, so my mom has, mm-hmm. um, aphasia. And mm-hmm. she's had, so that's a, a rare form of dementia that affects your communication. You, it, like you essentially just lose the ability to be able to speak and communicate. And um, there's other, like a lot of other cognitive issues and physiological mm-hmm. issues. And so that has been such a journey for me for the past like seven, five, seven years in my life. And I've learned so much about myself, um, what true communication is and, you mm-hmm. know, the level of communication, the different, you know, dimension of communication I had to create with my mother. To what have, a weird uh, parallel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's, there's so much beauty in it because of the, the things that I felt like trapped me in the belief that I don't know how to communicate came from my mom. And it's like what she experiences now, I feel like is such a manifestation of like her beliefs of like, I can't, I'm not allowed to express. I don't know how to express like, you know? And so it, it caused, it gave, it was this like vehicle for so much like introspection. Cause I was experiencing so much pain yeah. from that, from that relationship and how it was changed, letting go, finding acceptance, asking myself like, you know, the, the things I'm like, what am I trying to get feel from her that I don't know how to fulfill within myself? What are these things? And and then trying to like show up to, um, interactions with her without like judgment of myself. Like, am I good enough to get through to her? Am I good enough to help her feel better? Am I good enough to bring her joy in her life mm-hmm. through what she's going through? And then that whole like process of like being really hard on myself, but it showed me like so much of who I am. And I found so much forgiveness for, for myself in so many ways that I've like, that I've fucking hurt people in my life. Like ways that I've like cut people out and like the things I've said and my behaviors and the way I acted, even in my first marriage, you know, like it was really bad, but like being able to look at all of like my behaviors and, um, patterns and just responses to life based on like what I learned and what I saw and like having so much this like triad of, love and acceptance for myself, for my mom and for every, anyone else that I ever had that come out at in my life, you know, including my brother and, you know, my, mm-hmm. you know, anybody. And, um, I started to find so much like love and, um, respect for myself in, in different ways. And I, um, felt this need to reach out to my dad because, um, there was like pr- problems, persistent and reoccurring issues that Grant and I were having in our relationship that I was like, I, you know, I don't know how to overcome this. Or I don't know what this is. I don't know how to, how do I change? How do I meet this? And, you know, feeling uh, like disempowered or, you know, not knowing what the next thing was. And, um, so, so seeking, um, I was looking for this, you know, maybe my connection with my dad holds some answers for me. Maybe there's some, just some 
understanding of something to learn yeah right and so that kind of started the whole thing and I reached out to him and um he was sick but I didn't know and so he had um he had a a health issue that was like really he was like coughing up blood and he had a tumor in his lung and he had had it for like 20 years and um so we started talking on Facebook and Grant um helped me with so much of the process like trying to I said happy Father's Day to him on Father's Day last year and then a couple weeks went by and then um surprise I, we were messing I mean, yeah, we were moving Grant and I were moving and we we're going through this, this huge purge of so many things in our life like we gave like 30 40 percent of our stuff away we donated we just we're just like changing you know we're just clearing all the space in our lives and like that day I remember I was at the house like pa- you know packing up and I was just like so emotional and I'm like I'm letting go of so much shit I'm just like doing it and I was like this is the physical act of it and then I just I felt so compelled and I just sent my dad this message on Facebook and I was just like I you know, I want to know who you are. Like, I want you to know me. And just like th- these moments of like, you know, I don't care about anything. And and realizing that so much of the work that I'd done on myself and like introspection and try to like understand um, the pain of what was happening with my mom gave me so much compassion for my dad and being able to see him a different way and like rewrite the story of like how I had written in him in as a character in my life, which Whoa. contributed to like not speaking for 18 years. Wow. Yeah. And so I was just like having this this moment of just like, I'm so ready just to like, you know, like show up to the altar of like everything that's ever just (sighs) held me down, you know, and just drop it. Yeah. And so we had these like amazing four or five months. We, we got to meet up twice before or three times, but the, it was this like crazy journey. He ended up having, um, an emergent, uh, not an emergency, but a pretty quickly planned surgery to get the growth cut out of his lung. And it was one day before Grant and I got married. And so we got married on December 1st. Um, it was just us and um, our shaman, Whitney. She did mm-hmm. the officiate. She Here officiated it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our buddy Omar, who shot it, who we met at Ibel. Yes. Omar, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. We're all so connected. Yeah. And we, we love Omar so much. And yeah. so so he had the surgery. He like woke up um, the day before. And like, Grant and I didn't invite anybody to our wedding. Um, but I, I truly felt like he was with me and it was like the, for the first time. And I like, I, and I, um, I, I feel like I couldn't articulate or understand what I felt like, you know, getting married on that day and, and ha- feeling so proud of myself and feeling so whole in so many ways uh, for having reconnected to him and like mm-hmm. what it was giving me on a daily basis, like just this different sense of self and like b- being able to realize like I can let go of all of these stories and beliefs and like deep pains that have, um, essentially like woven all of my life experiences, you know, and like just being trusting that, like trusting with everything I was feeling. And, and then, you know, that's like, so powerful. Uh, it was uh, honestly, it was like last year I felt like I pushed, like if I was in a rowboat and like one foot was in the boat and one was on land, I feel like I fully just pushed off land last year. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like just that feeling. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then, so my dad died 30 days later and, and it, and we had, so 30, you know, 29 right before days. the new year. Yeah. I and, guess. and it was like, you know, because I, I was having these feelings and these, these, I connected him and my brother, my, you know, they got to have peace. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. It was like all these moments that I was like, this is everything I've ever dreamed of. You know, everything I've ever wanted, like in my heart, like these emotions that I've never been able to, to name, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that kind of, you know, it put me in this place of like not knowing how to I'm, of, of being like, where does all of this fit? Like, why is all of this happening? Like, how does it, how do I meet these life experiences? Like, what is it, what does it mean? You know? Mm-hmm. And, 
Grant has always been so amazing through every stage of our relationship and so supportive. Um, but he was just like my absolute rock during that. And like, helped me with so much formulation of like the things I was feeling and also helping me put into perspective, perspective of what my dad was probably feeling in so many moments. I'm like, well, he didn't message me back or, you know, just the fears of, of, um, losing that relationship again, Mm -hmm. you know? And anyways, and so, um, we, we start in, in the beginning of this year, we started really realizing as we were both kind of stepping into different desires that we had, like, I really want to express myself in this way. Like I want to maybe write here or I want to, what do you think about trying this in our business? And it's just like, it was like a different expression of us and -hmm. it felt uncomfortable. It felt super uncomfortable. And then just, we noticed so much with how we showed up in the uh, retreat experience in Mexico in January, we went to Sonora, Mexico. I think it's a lot about like, Oh, what do we want to do versus what do I want to do? Yeah. You know, getting in touch with that, which is challenging for me because I love the support of another person yeah. and like having a friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, and there's like so much, so much big gratitude in that. And like just having a partner, you know, in your life that like you want to do, that's fun that you have like, it is fun. There's joy in so many little moments and pockets of your mm-hmm. relationship that are just like the things that it's all the little moments, the little things, mm-hmm. you know? So, but we started really kind of coming to terms, like maybe we are kind of codependent. <laughs> They're like, yeah, but we're like, are we? <laughs> um, we are. Yeah. We're both reco- recovering. Uh, but so I didn't really, I didn't look up what that meant. I just felt, <laughs> you know, I had heard it so many times yeah. and I had like f- feel like I could recognize it in other relationships that were outside of me, mm-hmm. but I never applied it to myself. You know, I was just like, that's something else, you know? Yeah. But I, so I, it, going back to when you asked that, like, what is it to you? I, I don't, I was just like, I think it's this, like, I think it's it this inability. Essentially. To, I think to, boiling it down. Like it's like really getting in touch with who you are and honoring that, you know, versus tr- yeah. like uh, this us, like and checking with that person and feeling like you have to please and feeling like it has to yeah. be together all the time. You know, yeah. it's a understanding you have freedom to be you. And then like trusting that it's interesting, trusting the thoughts that you have about like what they're thinking or like, you know, like, the big steps of this, oh, this is something we always do together. Or this is like a decision that we always make together, you know, or this <laughs> yeah. is that we always check in. And then yeah. and having those like big britches moments of like, okay, how do I really feel, you know? And coming to a, a spot of like feeling centered in myself and being like, okay, I do know myself. I do know how to, I've gotten myself to this point in my life. When I look back, I'm like, oh my God, my life is so different. It's so much like so much more beautiful, so much more profound, so much more meaningful. And and with such purpose that I could have ever even perceived in my past, you know? So, um, so it's like, um, so knowing that there's like a reward on the other side Mm -hmm. of trying something that feels so scary. That's like built into like your whole entire relationship dynamic and being like trusting that, you know, what you have, and that like, okay, what is my intention to like, what is my, just my straight up truth? Like, this is something that I want to do that is like a desire that I feel that I want to honor within myself. I could understand that it's like maybe uncomfortable, like, you know, talking to your partner, it's like, here's why, here's how I would feel in your situation. You know, mm-hmm. I'd feel like this is something that maybe is going to push us apart. This is something that like you're growing and I'm not, you know, or like you're doing more than, than I am, or like you're showing, you know, whatever it is, whatever yeah. thoughts that you have from trying to step out into your own individuality. Oh man. My mind just went to something going on with me. And I was like, she's talking to me, <laughs> which is, yeah, understandable. So do you want to talk about what happened in Mexico then? Like, yeah. they, like how'd you push yourself there? And you told me this, but tell me again. So, cause I, I can't really remember everything. So. 
so, I will as you talk. But and, yeah. uh, um, so we, so Grant and I got to go to this really cool, uh, like five day retreat in, in Sonora, Mexico in January. And it was, um, like a medicine retreat. Like oh, a, I'm a starting to remember. Medicine retreat. Yeah. Yep, and yep. so we, we, um, two years ago, actually, when we first started our business that we have now, mm-hmm. our, our coaching business together, we literally started, we started this business and it was literally, um, layered in the time that I was deciding to let go of my clothing business, yeah. but it was after our first ever Bufo ceremony. Okay. And so, um, that was three new years ago. Um, so, and so it was like this. You know, we were just so not long after y'all met, or well, a year. After. Yeah, yeah, and and um, we had moved together, so we were together in Florida for like eight months, and we moved to Houston, and we moved into a new place. I'm from Houston, so I had um, some of my family and, mm-hmm. and stuff there, and it was, you know, another decision for him to be like, I'll just, you know, I'll trust you. I'll move to Houston. He ended up loving it, but um, yeah, we were just in a place of like we felt like we kind of hit a spot where we, we were wanting to welcome something else in our lives. Like, you know, whether it was plant medicine or some, some sort of just mm-hmm. something, you mm-hmm. know, some sort of mentor or teacher or, or a, a new experience to help us grow and go closer together. And, uh, so, so this is late 2020 maybe, or yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we'd connected, we both have a mutual friend that we knew before Grant and I met. We both oh. had a friend. His name is Ben Pikulski. And um, I knew him from Tampa when I lived there when I was wrestling. I, we used to go to the same gym. And mm-hmm. Ben Pikulski, he's like um, one of the top bodybuilders in the world. He used to cool. be on the Olympia stage. Just really brilliant mind in the way that he used to train. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really different. And uh, and so Grant actually met him through you know his past life. Um, and <laughs> so, they, so they're friends. Anyways, so when Grant and I got together, we were like, oh, you know, we had this friend in common. And, um, and so Ben and his girlfriend at the time came out to see us, um, late 2020 and we were going to do new year's together. They were going to come back out and we were going to cool. Let's do, you know, like a, a couple's thing or whatever. And a couple days before new year's, um, they had to cancel for something. There's like something that changed the plans and they're like, you guys just come out. So they just bought us tickets and we we're like, okay, wow. whatever. Like the day before we we're like, mm-hmm. sure, let's just, you know, let's just go have an adventure. And mm-hmm. we were like craving that. And so we got to Tampa I had, um, this like really important, like end of year phone call with my staff. And it was like when I was, this was my, the, like the new year's right before I closed my business. Okay. And so I just had this big meeting and all, you know, and, um, and so we go and it was just, it ended, we ended up going to, a um, for new year's Eve, we ended up going to a, um, a firewalk, like sweat lodge, just a really like cool. a, a dope, like spiritual yeah. biohacking event that we had never you know, been immersed Mm -hmm. in or, or, you know, started to hear, be interested in things like that and hear about it and start here and Mm -hmm. there, but it was never anything that either of us had ever been involved in. But when Ben presented that idea, we're like, yes. And so the, um, there is where we met Whitney, who, um, she is the one who fished at our wedding. She has, um, facilitated our Bufo ceremonies and, um, she's like, she's our family, you know, Mm -hmm. and she founded Atma here, the Entheogenic Church in Austin. Mm -hmm. Um, so the next, so we met her that night on New Year's Eve and Ben was like, this is Whitney, you know, she's a shaman. And I, I was like, to have her on. she's unbelievable. Oh, and I was wait. like, I've never met a shaman before, you know, mm-hmm. I've and, um, and it was just like something so new to me, but I was like craving it, you know, just like my soul. And, um, I remember, um, our friend, she's our close friend now, Talia. Um, we made friends with her that weekend. It was, um, through Ben. I remember the next day, so, oh, she had, um, 
this is prevalent for the next day, but so Ben was like, this is Whitney. She's a shaman. And then we didn't, Grant and I didn't know, but they had set us up our first Bufo ceremony the next day on New Year's day. Y'all didn't even know. No. Well, they had kind of surprise. Sh- yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Like, right. And wow. We just had our entire <laughs> lives blown open, but, but, um, <laughs> you're going to die today. Yeah, yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. But we were like, cool. We were Eco-tap like, this is what everyone. we sa- We what we sa- mm-hmm. assigned up for. You know, we were like, yeah. let's just do it. Let's, and um, just, you know what? It's better that you didn't know. Yeah. And I, I think I remember same. I didn't have the ability to create all these like, you know, thoughts in my head about what it was going to be. But I remember Talia asking Whitney, like so many cool, profound questions when she was starting the ceremony, because she served all of us medicine individually. And so I got to witness, you know, Ben and Talia go. And then, um, uh, I went, our grant, I don't know. I, Ben went, whatever the order was, but I got to observe it. Yeah. Got to watch it and, and like got to do a little bit of breath work beforehand. And, and, um, there were so many things that Talia, had said to me that made me think and stuck with me for so long. Like, um, she, something about like asking Whitney, like, how much medicine do you know? Uh, how, how do you know how much to facilitate? And it was something along the lines of, um, you know, she, she was like, I, I, I can feel your heart. I can feel your heart. And, and fe- thinking back then, not knowing how to connect to that, not knowing how to understand what that meant. And like, how, how do you connect with your heart? Like, how do you know how to read that in someone else or how to connect to someone else in their heart, you know? And, mm-hmm. and so that stuck with me a lot. And then Talia asked Whitney, I think after the ceremonies and she was like, um, what led you to shamanism? And Whitney said, Oh, pain. And, um, I, I think it was like the way that I was seeing Whitney in that moment. Cause I just had this profound medicine experience, my first one ever. And then witnessing the other ceremonies and then having gone to that cool spiritual event the night before and just really feeling I had like my perception blown open, you know, just infinitely. And, um, that really stuck with me too. Um, and since, and since then, you know, our, our lives have been profoundly different. Um, just really allowing ourselves to access these, you know, this brilliance and genius within ourselves that, um, you know, was buried deep under just, uh, pain and, and just things that, you know, whatever stuff, stuff, life stuff. Uh, stuff. And, and we found like so much love and connection to Bufo and Whitney and just, you know, what that journey was. And so we started doing, we would do like, uh, we did a ceremony like every six months and then trying, you know, trying to really learn how to integrate it and how to like bring this new levels of awareness into our lives. And, um, and you know, cause after one Bufo session, if you know, my first one ever, I felt profoundly different. Um, and then, but feeling like almost really overwhelmed with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it took me months. Yeah. And just like kind of just trying to piece together the the fabric of your own reality and be like, is this what I want it to be? And be like, you know, just like other questions that you can yeah. start to access. But, um, so we've had like <clears throat> such a beautiful journey with Bufo and, um, and so, um, over the past three years, we've been doing so much work on ourselves, trying to build this business and, you know, our, our relationship with ourselves to essentially build our lives, build our dreams together. And, um, at the end of this year was so difficult. Our end of 22 is such a challenging year, but like so transformational. Full of wonderful things. Yeah, you got married and unbelievable. Yeah. Just, and oh wait, no, 2020. Yeah. That's yeah. Right, we got married. So, I'm so like, what year is it? Okay. But it was, it was almost like, um, the, the whole relationship, um, uh, the, the huge moment of 2022 with my father and like what that opened up in me and what that gave me truly allowed me to like meet the, what I wanted to give to my marriage, to our marriage, you know, and like really feeling like I was capable of that and like powerful enough to do that, to commit, to make that level of, com- of commitment. Cause I had been married before, but, um, what this commitment meant to me this time, like our, what our marriage is, you know, 
I was nervous at the level I was prepared to commit, you know, and, and like the night before, right before the wedding, like it was just such a profound, like promise and like eternal commitment to myself and him, you know? And, um, and, and so, so we had just going through so much in the year and so much growth and processing and like really trying to understand certain things that were reoccurring pain points for us. Mm -hmm. And, um, and being like so excited for this Mexico trip, the timing of it. And um, so Whitney was hosting it and our dear friend and family now, Eric, we met him through Whitney. Um, they hosted it together in Sonora. And um, essentially like we had five days uh, where we just did a, a fast leading up to, we did a fast of like um, caffeine. Um, I'm, I'm vegan, but like granted um, meats and dairy, like a diet, um, just everything. Thing, yeah. And we had never done that. We had never like prepared our vessels for like a medicine experience. And, mm -hmm. but we were like, we need this so bad. We want this so bad. We want just like what's on the other side of this, you know, profound experience and the commitment to like really cleanse our bodies and show up with j just surrendered and, and willing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we were both, it was a 22 hour drive to Sonora, Mexico. And we didn't know who's going to be there besides Whitney and Eric. And, um, we started out, got three hours, three and a half hours in. One of us won't name who forgot their ID. So we had to drive back home, <laughs> get the ID. And then, so we added like <laughs> eight hours onto the, so it was like a 30 some hour trip to Mexico, but it was like, wow, the, yo, the reset, we just made a decision. It was 1am when we got back on the road. Cause we like to drive at night when we're doing long road trips. Mm -hmm. We'll start at night. We were like, let's just restart this. Cause like the road trip didn't start how we wanted it or how we had envisioned it. So we we're like, this is just a second chance to make this everything we want to make it. And it was like the best road trip we've ever had. We just connected, we talked, we were both in such a surrendered state of just like so many things happening in our lives and just wanting clarity and, um, just to feel something different, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we had this like unbelievable five days where, um, it was like a, a tight knit group of seven of us. And we did, um, we fasted together. We ate together like a family. We played games at night. We all stayed in the same house. Um, we played games at night that were like, would challenge us, you know, mm -hmm. about like opening up and sharing things about ourselves and asking each other questions. And so really c created like such a beautiful container. And we all committed to like the hard parts together, like fasting and, you know, um, not consuming caffeine, you know, just different things just that you cool. want that you crave. Yeah. And, um, so we did two Bufo experiences. Um, we did a Cambo experience and we did, um, like a Chango experience and uh, like the way it was stacked all, we did a sweat lodge and it was, it was, everything was facilitated by shamans from the Siri tribe. And, mm -hmm. um, so we felt so held and like, so we just, the land was so sacred and, uh, it was on a, we didn't stay on the reservation, but most everything we did as far as medicine ceremony was on the Siri tribe reservation. And, um, it's an, it's an unbelievable story that, about that tribe. They have like the oldest, um, language that exists in the world that you can't trace to anything else. Wow. It's like, I think there's a documentary about them I would, and, a, and I would Bufo. I think I've watched it. Yeah. But I can't think of what it's called. Like the, the, you just feel how magic the land is and how sacred certain aspects are. Um, and, and especially if you're really in a place to just let go, mm -hmm. you know, and just soak in the experience and what there is to be felt and seen and realized and experienced. And, um, man. So like you just did this. Like yeah. This really, couple like months ago, months like ago. three months ago. Okay. Yeah. I it. Yeah. And, and that so much has kind of really propelled us into this journey of, um, 
all right, well, if we are codependent, like, you know, let's sure. work, let's do this together. And, but doing it together separately, which, you know, like the whole new concept of, of what that was. And so I, I, we share a little bit with you, um, about, um, in this process of not even intentionally doing it, but you know, like, um, our website, we, uh, we, we've struggled so bad with what's the perfect website. What's a perfect blend of us and truly our message in the world and how we want it to be seen, how we want to show up. And, and you know, so many iterations of that. And, um, this, was it always called, this is me though. And it, then, yeah, t- yes. that you're doing this <laughs> and it, it's almost like, it's almost like you called it in. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's called, this is me. And then like, Oh shit, what is me? You know? Yeah. And how does this express? Yes. Oh my God. We literally, <laughs> in our own rights, like until you just pointed this out, we've both literally in, in our, um, own rights in our careers and certain things that we created in our life for ourselves before we met, we were like, man, this actually, I didn't know it at the time, but I was building my own vessel for healing. You know, like I look at my business, my, my clothing business and the whole, everything that it was, the whole journey of it. And like what it brought me to. And I was like, man, I really just created this entire ecosystem to heal in all these ways. And, and like really looking at ourselves as the creator of all of our experiences and be like, man, really needed that, you know, this yes. seven year lesson, but like yes. putting the power in our hands of man. Um, yeah. So, so it's been, it's been a really insane three months and a lot of like big growing moments of choosing to step out on our own in certain ways and tr- and, creating that resiliency in our bodies and our nervous systems of like, this is okay. Like, even though you, like for me, um, feeling like, I think it, maybe it's a feminine thing, but feeling like if I step out on my own and really own these things that I want to do and I own my voice and I own my message, like, will I lose these other things? Mm-hmm. You know, will I lose this connection I have with my husband because of this, 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 maybe because the, these things are in the way you know, what will that create? So the, I think it's the, um, it's the tale as old as time for women. And this is the story that I had with my father too, that I realized in retrospect is like, if I go after what I know to be true in my heart, what I feel in my, my heart, what will that cost me? You know, what love will that cost me? Um, like the true freedom that I seek, you Mm -hmm. know, true, true freedom. And I, the way that played out with my dad was like, I have all these stories about him and until I started really looking at our relationship and the actual memories I have and the, like the love that I have for him in my heart and, and the way that I saw him. And I, I remember loving him so much for who he was, like how he showed me what his model of the world was, like how he saw the world, like how, like the way he saw things. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember like you know, I, I look at my mom and my dad's relationship as again, like the tale is old as time. Like the, the things that, you know, a woman feels and things that a man feels and the barriers that happen that don't allow you to get what you need to be able to empower the other one, to be able to give the other one what they need. So it's like, instead of growing together, it's just like, you keep hitting the same wall. And I remember like when things really, my mom, my mom and dad were off and on. And then when things got like pretty bad and a lot of things were happening, you know, we, we were getting old. My brother and I were getting older. We're only 18 months apart, you know, starting in high school and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And really remembering like any time that my relationship with my dad was changing because of what I felt like I had to be with my mom, like how much she, how much anger and like resentment and, and like in moments like hatred, she felt for him that she expressed because she didn't really know how to articulate, to communicate, to, to, to resolve it, to, to feel differently. And so, so much, just so much anger that always, 
So I always felt like I couldn't be excited about my relationship with him, seeing him, about loving him and, and embracing the parts of me that I saw in him, you know? Oh, mm-hmm. And and so I closed my heart to that a long time ago and then started creating so many stories about who he was and, and you know, what his role was in our lives and what he wanted, what he didn't want or what he was willing to do or what, what, what he wasn't willing to do. And then when I experienced so much of my mom's pain through myself, I started to understand, I have so much more compassion for him and his role in everything. And, mm-hmm. um, um, so I realized I experienced that in so many, um, stories and experiences in my life, just like, um, choosing to, to not honor what I truly deeply felt within myself out of fear mm-hmm. of what I would lose, you know, a lot someone in my life, like, and, and knowing how much Grant and I have committed to each other and put into our relationship is like, you would, you know, I wouldn't risk that, you know, for mm-hmm. anything, but it's like those thoughts that prevent me from wanting to, to art, allowing myself to fully step into something like embodied, knowing that it's like, okay. And it's like, I'm not losing anything. I know what we have, you know, and it's like a moment of growth and it's a moment of growth for me and him. And like really recognizing these moments that are, um, such profound opportunities to literally shape ourselves, like, um, refine ourselves. And then knowing what we come back to with each other is so much stronger and so much more, um, powerful, you know, mm-hmm. as a, as an energy together. I think it's important that people hear that that's possible because I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing when we don't see that model, do you know, like, and on one hand we don't have anything to go off of, but on the other hand, you get to create it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, there's like good aspects and bad aspects. Cause a lot of people could be like, I never saw it modeled, but maybe that's okay. Yeah. How can we redo it anyway? You know, yeah. because I'm sure they had growth spots, even the most ideal relationship, you know, and like, yeah, yeah. so that's, it's interesting to just kind of like change that story, right? Like, oh, I can just choose. <laughs> I can wait, just decide. I, can, I yeah. can create my own story. Well, yeah, you've been doing it this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And even like being like, what things are stories and, you know, like, and, and then pretty much everything. moments of being like everything. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, like really, yeah, it is. And I mean, I, I'm just reading right now. Have you read A Course in Miracles? It's no. dense sounds, as fuck. It sounds amazing. It's yeah super dense. So I am reading A Course in Miracles Made Easy. It's basically like the Cliff's Notes version. And it's like this thin compared to like this thick of small print or two volumes or whatever. And so anyway, though, they're talking about this, the, the, what I'm reading about right now is talking about these relationships that we put parameters on or something like your dad, you know, putting like, and even you saying like, if I step out of these parameters that I'm perceiving that you're putting on me <laughs> yeah, you yeah. haven't even said them to yeah. me but I'm perceiving that yeah. then are you still going to love me be my ride or die I, I get that you know and like how can we just it takes us out of the present moment like that's yeah. kind of what it boils down to is like yeah. we're not living in the now because we're like mucking it up with all this shit yeah you know what that what you just said it reminds me of um our, so our mentor said this, it was one of those things, you know, when someone says something to you and you're just like, you just, it, you just hold on to it. And then it, at like a moment, whether it's like six months or a year, two years later, you're like, oh, you know, did you just hit it? It hits you different. <laughs> what was it? Um, what did she say? Um, oh my gosh. Can you remind me what you just said? Oh no, I'm going to mucking it up no. for with all this shit. Oh I said. My God. Like I was talking about relationships, uh, and being in the present moment and oh, yes. putting parameters. Yeah. 
she said, she goes, she was like, women find freedom through love and men find love through freedom. Okay. So if you think about any, yeah. any dynamic in a relationship, I was like, Whew. because I think about all the ways that like I lock myself into the way I, the, like if I'm feeling inadequate or feeling like I'm seeking something that, that from my relationship or connection, or even if it's something that like feels nice to have, um, I always, it's always some level of freedom. Mm-hmm. you know, that I'm looking for within myself. And time after time, it, it comes back to being able to share my heart, express what I feel, express the, the things that feel uncomfortable, that there's like fear around, like ugh, these things are hard to talk about with my partner because this fight always happens. Like this, these feelings are always created. This, um, yeah. you know, the, whatever, this affects X, Y, Z. But anytime that barrier is dissolved, everything changes. And then yeah. with him, like with his, and, and, and I have, I've found out that that is so tied to our actual like physiology as women, like the, like the, our hormones and the, like just the way that our bodies work, like it's like a physiological, an actual physiological safety, you know? Mm-hmm. And then for the same thing for men too, is being able to, um, even something as little as honoring their time and space, like to go, um, like Grant having his time and space, whatever dimension he's going into, whether he's building something with his hands or whatever, I don't know what he does, whatever he's doing, but to, to, you know, to feel like to not have that energetic tie to, you know, what might be going on in his mind of like, is it okay that I'm taking this time myself? Is it okay, you know, and without feeling that you have to give that part of yourself to worrying about what your partner's, and then being able to just like, I can just give myself this. I can go within myself. This can be, you know, myself to restore my levels of testosterone. You know, like whatever's your body needs to balance whatever things that you do that bring you alignment and joy. Um, And and that has been so true for him as like finding freedom for himself. in our relationship and then f- being able to tap into that love so much deeper mm-hmm. because he feels those things like I'm able to do these things. I'm able to have these masculine expressions in it myself. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it, it, it's also one of those things that feels like for me, at least permission, like the whole thing was like with confusion, you know, Oh, confusion is just the process of you learning something new. Um, but, but it, it feels like the same, um, the same type of space that you create. Yeah, it does. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. It's like permission to almost reframe and to like redo it. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. But it's a, it's a permissive, uh, space like to, Oh, okay. I can relax in this moment. I have permission to relax in this moment because this is just my process of finding freedom or my yeah. process of learning, like with confusion. Yeah. Right? Yes. Is that we're yeah. Getting to? Okay, yeah. Good. <laughs> I knew I was getting there. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. It's so good. And, uh, I mean, I'm just like trying to frame it in my own life and like, I get it, you know, because I just need to know I'm loved and safe in that space. Yeah. And then I'm like free to express or whatever it is. Yeah. And I know, I know I can see the reverse and how yeah. am I allowing him that freedom and just leaning back a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's the needs are so different. It's the needs are so different. No matter how much 
like I know with Grant and I, we're like, we're so alike in so many ways, but then physiologically, yeah. we're so different. We're you so know? different. Um, and, and even things like, um, with Grant or just with men and women, like when we get a, like a, tr- a triggered state, mm-hmm. uh, uh, our bodies as women stay in a triggered state for up to 24 hours and men. Yeah. And men, it's only nine. So it's like our body cycles are different. The way that we, um, the way that our, you know, our chemicals and stress hormones work are so different. Our, um, the, this, the way that we need to process stuff is so different. Um, like, is talking about certain emotional things. And I would, I, I was really opposed to this concept when I heard it, but, um, there's a book called, um, beyond Mars and Venus by John Gray. Okay. And he, uh, he wrote one controversial. Yes. Years ago. So the women original are from <clears throat> the men are from Mars women are from Venus. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so that's the original one. And then he wrote another one beyond. beyond. Yeah. Okay. And so what I took away from that is like really rudimentary and basic biological needs. Mm-hmm. So how to essentially fit your relationship dynamic, which is so unique and authentic. And you know, only, you know what that is with your partner, but being able to take the actual like biological aspects and like plug your experiences in there. Like, you know, what does he need in these times for his body to like regulate, you know, like what, what space do I need as a woman, knowing that, you know, these hormones are elevated or my system is elevated. Yeah. What do I need to do? And, and no, also knowing and giving myself like grace and permission to not be super hard on myself for like a deadline or being able to show up a certain way. If I know I was like in a super triggered state and tr- also trying not to re trigger myself within that 24 hour period. Cause then it just becomes a habitual state that you operate That's in, so you know? Good. Yeah. But isn't that insane to know that like, if you get triggered, or even if you're just like a slightly elevated state, like it can affect your system for 24 hours, 24 wow. hours. Yeah. And so when, whenever I was asking you like, oh, it's so nice to be able to, or maybe it was a conversation we were having before the podcast, but it was about being able to take that space from your partner yeah. and the permission for well, it. Well, it was because I was telling you we had a fight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like f- to physiologically take yeah. space and be like, all right, what does my body need to reset? Mm-hmm. Like what do you know? I did all the things today? I when I like was mm. like okay I have to I've got yes. to meditate write my gratitude journal a little like I did read you know yeah. go I went to Al Anon I mean like I did all the things I always just had an exhale for you I was like thank <sighs> you I felt nice I yeah accept that yeah, I received yeah. that <laughs> but it's like it's so nice too it's like you know all the things and it's it almost gives you the ability to create gratitude in a pocket of like discomfort in your relationship to be like I'm glad that this space was created for me to go to these things, Ooh, you know, that's good. Yeah. So it's like a different level of your, cause I, I always feel that I'm in a, a deeper level of receptivity and understanding after a painful fight. Yeah. After a painful yeah. argument, a disagreement with, with Grant, because I'm, I'm willing to look at something in a different way. I'm willing to change something within myself because I don't want to experience that anymore. You know, I'm going to stay around like, let's stop, you know, like what can I do to shift myself to show up, you know, in a different way to, well, that's a habit right there. That's a habit that you cultivate with practice. Yes. Period. I mean, like you put in the practice, so now you're able to get there a little quicker and then quicker and then quicker. Yeah. And so you, you've built that habit. And speaking of habits, I want to transition now to asking you like, what are your habits? Like, what are your, like I said, just, I did the things like, what do you do? What are your things? I think it, de- it depends, but usually 
I, so well, what I, are some that you really like that you've cultivated over the past four years? Let's say, um, that's a great question. It, it's, it's so, it's so funny to say these are the things that I do because they're all like evolutions of some practice that I felt so called to, you know, in a different stage of my life that like really helped me open up to a different aspect like of myself, what? just like different meditation practices or like breathwork practices or mm-hmm. different types of movement that like, like a core essence of it or a principle of it stayed with me and, you know, taught me something about. But I like that. Movement. Cause then who knows what it's going to be if we talk again in five years. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> what they've evolved into. Like, yeah. what, so it, it, and this is say, what it is at this moment. Yeah. And you've allowed it the freedom yeah. to evolve a bit. So I, and it's cool. I liked what you said too, is, is honoring the process of like becoming and like honoring yeah. the process of how you've cultivated your own practices and things that work for you. Well, and you're like already cultivating a mindset of not being stuck in like, this is the way it has to look, you know, yeah. like my meditation or my breath work or my whatever practice. Yeah. And that there's something that's so good. There's too. something so not liberating. Being rigid. Cause like, I feel like, no, with any, with any practice, you almost have to become rigid with it at first. At until, first, until, but then yeah. you don't. <laughs> but it's, always, it's, like, it's like the going all the way to this end of the spectrum and then to this end of the spectrum and then to finding your balance of like what it is for you. You know, like yeah. I remember when I, you know, a couple of years ago when I'm like, oh, I got really into crystals and I was like really into understanding chakras and energy centers and, mm-hmm. and just like different things that really piqued my interest and in how I could bring more awareness and, um, you know, just more understanding of my body and through different things. And so now I, yeah, I would say like my, my, my go-to thing is, um, is just like a movement practice. So that'll be a combination. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that. Like I'll put on, uh, and I, and I feel like this is probably true for a lot of people, but I go through really intense shifts in the season of like the music that I listen to, <laughs> you oh, know, like what is deeply resonating with you as like a, a theme. Mm-hmm. And so like whatever that music is at the time that really just evokes a theme or just like a deep, um, you know, emotional, state for me, you know, and I'll, I'll just find, I'll I'll start with like movements that I crave, like different, maybe different movement systems that I've explored in the past or Mm -hmm. like, you know, yoga poses that I feel like really set me free in my body. Um, I'm also, or or like, um, so right now, or actually last year I started learning a movement system called by, okay. Have you heard of bowspring? Yeah. Okay. So, um, my mentor and she's our coach and mentor, she created a system, a movement system called, um, so it's Riverstone movement and it's an evolution of Bowspring, um, with her brilliance and genius, uh, woven in. And it's like, it's been this unbelievable vehicle for being able to be so much more present in my body and, um, be so much, uh, the ability to truly be with myself in the very difficult moments Mm -hmm. and the very expansive moments, like the loss of my dad, like our wedding day. That's interesting. So, you know, just really building this dimensional capacity to hold more, to hold more experience and be in my body during it. Wow. And it's this, it's based on your fascia. So it's based on stretching and moving your holding a lot of shit. all the issues in your tissues, <laughs> you know, and, and learning, not only learning how to, not only learning your fascia systems, um, opposed to like your muscles or, you know, just, mm-hmm learning your fascia and, and like your, um, your body shape in different ways, like different postures and your spine and your hips and just different ways of relating to yourself and how to hold your hands and how to hold your feet. And it's brought so much like, um, awareness in how I move the world. And so I'll take elements of that, um, take elements in, of that into, um, our work that I do, our facilitator work and yeah, our coaching, yeah. just like, uh, um, you know, principles and, and elements. And, and so 
in my own personal practice, I'll pull in movements that really, you know, liberate me in my body and just like what feels good in the moment and, um, and doing it at a time that feels like really wrong, you know, really time of the day of, of my old programming of like, you know, this amount, <laughs> this time to this time should be like work, you know, so I'll do it in a day. It'll usually be a day where, so Grant and I, um, we both have like really big backgrounds in, um, high level sports and, and mm-hmm. bodybuilding and fitness and stuff. So we have, and it's taken a long time, but cultivated like a really dope gym experience with each other, the way we train and like mm-hmm. what, what the process is. And usually it hits me on days where I'm like, my body's telling me like, I, today's just like not a gym day. And this is one of the things that we worked through for a long time is being like, Hey, is it okay that I'm just, I don't feel the gym today. Mm-hmm. And, and trusting that's not to create anything weird for the rest of the day, you know, cause it used to be like that, mm-hmm. you know, working through so many things of just even how we work out together, you know, how I soften to different things, how, you know, how he shows up and, and like pushing ourselves through discomforts, physically, emotionally in the gym setting and like, and just doing it for each other. And, um, you know, how many arguments that's caused and how many difficult moments that has caused and really growing through that as a vehicle. And then, so it's usually a day that I'm like, um, you know, you do your own thing in the gym today. I'm just going to stay home. You know, I'm, I just, I, my, I feel like I just need something different and it'll be like a time, like where it feels like I'm usually always at the gym or working, you know, or doing something. So I'm like a forbidden time of the day, you know? <laughs> and, um, and it, and it feels so good to be like allowing my body something so different than anything I'd have ever known in a repetitive system my whole life, you know, just like, again, breaking patterns. Yeah. Yeah. It's right? so liberating. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's an interesting one. I need to break some patterns. I think I've got some going. Don't we? I mean, we all do, yeah. but as you literally, as you said that it made me formulate that. I don't, I've never really formulated that Ooh, in a way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but that cool. is what it is. It's like this forbidden time of day, you know, that I would never allow myself to do something like that in the past. Yeah. Even though I've like pretty much always had my own business. I'm like from 9am to this time or, you know, it has to look yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. And, um, that took a long time to, but again, it's that change. rigidity at first and then allowing the flow. One of my favorite quotes is, I think it's Charlie Parker. And he, he says something, it says something like, uh, the secret to good guitar playing is practice your ass off and then forget all that shit and just play. Oh, I mean, I you know, it, like, yeah. so it is, it's just like, do it and then be present and like allow yourself this space uh, to yeah. move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, f- I feel like, um, for, for that's so true for anything new that I start learning the, the whole process of the rigidity to something to learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that was so prevalent to me and so many different practices that I deemed spiritual or like biohacking or something like that. Um, but it's still so the it's the process is still so present in my life. It just in, in more expansive ways, you know, mm-hmm. of like, Oh, it's new. It's confusing. It's confusing. <laughs> yeah. And let me just be a student of it until I have a, my own understanding of what it is and how I um, integrate it into my life. And I, how think I, integrate- this, I think I do the same thing. And yeah. I, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, and no. Integrate okay. it into the bigger picture or into your work. Is yeah, just how, just how you operate. Just like the, mm-hmm. you know, how you integrate one thing in your life is how you integrate anything. You know, it's like just a metaphor for, you know, what you do with your body is like, you know, what you do is probably the same as your processing of your emotions or, yeah. you know, how you show up in relationships. Oh, big time. Absolutely. All right. Well, we have 
had an amazing podcast. <laughs> I love so it. Good. Thank you hey. so much. I feel like we could just continue talking. I, I had a moment where I was like, should we just keep going and do two parts? Or um, I want to leave it to you now and like just anything that we didn't get to that you really wanted to discuss today or anything you just want to, that's on your heart or in your center that you really want to just leave with today and if we end up talking about it great but you're so whatever. good you're so good Ooh, you're so thank good. you yeah i yeah. love this i love this <laughs> you're I love so it. good and i love sharing your voice so well, yeah um so i actually it's funny because this popped in my in my mind as you're saying it was like um it was one of the first questions you asked me about um how I answered the prompt in your questionnaire and, and, yeah. uh, booking the, the podcast is like, you know, what my message is. And, mm-hmm. and, um, I feel really grateful at this point in my life, this exact stage, like even down to this day right now to be able to really articulate it as, as you know, what, so here, I've always had a really hard time in my mind being like, what is my message? Is that really my message? You know, kind of mm-hmm. like, um, what would I ever say if someone, I was really on the spot? Cause like in my heart, I know my message. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like. And in, in different stages of like this business we've had, I, I've known how to articulate it in different ways, but it's always kind of just a little bit, st- you know, oh, I wish I could really capture it more. And, and so just that feeling within me and feeling so grateful for all of the really intense experiences I've had within really the last couple of years. But you know, really hyperlapse in the last like five, six months with just everything that's happened in my life and all the things that I'm welcoming in and realizing as like just blessings and gifts, um, is that everything that I've ever tried to be, I've, I've always thought that I had to have an instrument or a vessel to get it to the world, to get myself to the world, you know, that in the past that was bodybuilding mm-hmm. or, you know, even before that was just like, being the, um, really athletic muscular girl, like the jock, you know, just trying to fit myself in these different identities that, um, I understood, you know? And then, so, so much of that was, I thought I needed wrestling. And then when that, that chapter of my life ended, you know, I thought I needed my business, social bodies to tell the world who I am, you know? And then, so I, I felt like I always ended up coming up short and not achieving like the, you know, like a feeling that I was just like wanted to taste and feel. Mm-hmm. And it's cause I was, I, I was still trying to shove myself into something to present it to the world. Like I have to say that I'm package it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, but not ever really realizing that. And then in the same thing in the course of building our business that we have now and, and doing what we do now and what I do now, um, which is speaking is, is, is we've had, you know, countless discussions that some, sometimes they've ended up in fights, you know, but like, or creative sessions, you know, yeah. of, you know, what are we, who are we, how, you know, what is it that we do? Like, let's define it, you know, you know, and all these things. And, um, and just like so many iterations of how we say what we do, how we say who we are. And then this transformation of really realizing that like, I am, we are together, the instrument. Like we are the modality and it's, it's not, and, and, and seeing that in so many moments of like looking at ourselves and how we're showing up to what's right in front of us in our lives, like our close family relationships, each other, Mm -hmm. like just the things that are the fabric of our lives and being like, how are we showing up to that? Like, what is that telling us? And, and it has been so prevalent to our clients and so prevalent in our writing and just like the things that we're creating and building is that like having the energy and truly believing that who and what you are, who and what I am is the actual message. Like is just the energy of like, of change of a different way of living, 
a different way of a different model of the world, like a belief in something like profoundly good to spite the way things are always projected to be, you know, or the way that we see, oh, you know, the economy or these, this and that, you know, and, and truly believing with all of you that if you believe what you know to be true in your heart, like if you've accessed that part of you, if you believe that to be true and you know who you are at the deepest core, like you are the instrument, you are the message, you are the modality, like you, it's just who you are. It's, it's how you show up to the world. It's how you treat people. It's the way that you speak. It's the way you move. It's, it's how you connect, you know, it's the way that you help people feel in the moment. It's like the way that like you, you know, and I, I've always felt that my gift was to be, to help someone feel seen no matter what no matter like who I am or who they are or the position I'm in and I'm in or the position they're in, you know? And I've been so like profoundly lucky and privileged to be in so many amazing positions in my life of just like, you know, in the WWE, traveling the world, you know, holding the title, the championship title and, and uh, so many amazing opportunities in, in the fitness industry and just like so many things that I really thought would give me this like love. Then I didn't know, but this quest for just like, love, you know, this, this feeling that I was like searching for. And, um, so much of what comes through now is, is that my voice is that like my voice is the fulfillment of realizing that I've always had it within me. I've always carried it within me and that I always have been it, the thing that I've been seeking. And now that it, when I don't feel that on a certain day, I know it's just a state that I'm in, but like the truth of it is like, I am it. I am that I am the message. Like I, I'm the medicine. And there's people that like, don't care for what I say, but there's also people that like pray to hear something that I say because it fits. It's like a lock. It's like a key to their lock, you know, and trusting that that's true because that has been true for me. I love you know, that. Yeah. You know, yeah. the things that stick with you. Yes. There's like, the, they become like a key to the lock. And so trusting, like surrendering to that, to having one of your locks unlocked and, and truly surrendering that and knowing that you hold that same key to someone else's lock and trusting mm-hmm. that. Trusting and, yeah, that. That's yeah. what you read my mind with that. Just trusting that. Yeah. Like, and believing. Yeah. Yeah. And taking that leap and like, there you go. So it's it is like, is, tr- is truly like feeling it and it is a practice like you've said it's a practice at like practicing being what you are yeah and just like trusting what you are and like finding ways to get back to it when it's when you're you're just growing it or you're cultivating like a next level of it or a next stage of it you're like you know when you know you're in a really big growth stage you're just like everything's crazy (laughs) but just you know the trust involved in the the surrender and the discipline of the flow of it, you know, and just like knowing oh my God, what's it's available. Yeah. Story of my life right now. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> I find you to be, I, I, I've, I have been looking forward to this conversation and, and there were, I had so many moments of like wanting to like read more things about your life and, and know more things about you. And then I was like, I actually really just want to show up to this today with the conversation we had when we met in my heart and just like the energy that I have I like with you mm-hmm. and feeling so excited um, for just what the conversation Thank was going to be. Yeah, that, and that's such a compliment. Yeah. And so, so much respect for you and, and learning that you have been in radio yeah. for so long um, mm-hmm. and, and what that, tr- understanding it from a, from my seat, mm-hmm. you know, uh, understanding what that process has been for you of like truly just like, pulling back layers of your true voice 
you know, and showing up to, to the world with what that is. Yeah. I have a, quite a story I'll share with you another time. So about my voice and like activating that, but what you said just like really resonated like that yeah. key and lock and like trusting it's beautiful. Thank beautiful. you. What a great way to end. Thank mm, you yeah. for everything that you brought today and congratulations on all your building, you know, with the new website, this growth and what you're going to bring to the world, what you already are bringing to the world, thank you know, you. by showing up as your true self mm, thank and you. just giving yourself permission to do it. Yeah. You know? I, f- I, I would, um, I feel honored to uh, be on your podcast today and, and truly to, to know that like just this conversation, what, what has unlocked for me, just, you know, my ability to speak about myself and so candidly and open, openly okay. with you. Yeah. And just have so much respect for you and, oh, and just like you. so much love. Likewise. And yeah. Yeah. I'm so, so grateful for me our too. connection. Like me getting too. To, yeah. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. So, I love you. Thank you so much. You. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I love you. And thank you for being here today. You came in from Houston and everything. Yeah, that was we- <laughs> I highly encourage everyone to follow Celeste and I will have all the links in the show notes and hopefully their new website will be up. This is me live. Yes. Correct. Yes. Is there anything I'm missing about how people can find you? I think your Instagram Celeste Bonin, B-O-N-I-N yes. is probably the easiest way too. Cause you have a link in bio there. That's comprehensive. Thanks to all the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for anyone who's local to Austin, we are, uh, Grant and I are now hosting something called Element uh, Conscious Connections. Yes. And um, right now we're holding it at Atma, Mm -hmm. uh, Atma Church. Are they going to be going on all year, different times? So right now we're going to be doing them on the fourth Thursday of every month. Oh, Yeah. And so we're, yeah. So we'll be doing, we'll be hosting it at the actual physical location of Atma for um, the next three months. So April, May, June. I was worried about missing April. So this is good. Okay. Yeah. Great. So so we'll be, we're going to be doing them. um, We're, we're creating a, a community, a vibe. It's mm-hmm. called. So, so the whole idea of it is um, connection. You yeah. know, whether it's like uh, intimate connection, whether somebody's looking for a partner, or they're trying, they're wanting to deepen their experience with their partner, or it's just new friends, new community. You know, um, we, you know, networking for for yes. work and collaborations. So it's, it's almost like what we were saying earlier: show up outside your comfort zone, and then like there's yeah. magic people there. Yeah, surprise. So yeah. the the first one is going to be um, April 27th, and then the there will be um, the fourth Thursday of every month at okay. Atma, seven to ten p.m. And there will be I'll hold a women's workshop. Grant mm-hmm. will hold a men's workshop, and then we have um, a mixer at the end with uh, some sort of uh, this one. We have our good friend and hilarious comedian Lauren Jameson, who I think you know. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, she she we met her through Ibble. Oh, as well. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So she'll be, um, um, kicking off the mixer with some stand up. So we're super excited. <laughs> yeah. So it's local, Great. <laughs> so better. local in Austin, um, for literally anybody at just any stage in their life that, that is really just craving connection in, in all arenas and just the ability to drop in together, um, with the women, with the women and the men with the men, and then be able to come together and feeling really aligned and able to connect on such an authentic level is the whole kind cool. of vision for it. And people need to buy tickets for that, right? Yes. Okay. Is that like Eventbrite or I'll put a link, but yeah, um, so it goes through at my church. Um, there's a, okay. I have a link for it, um, and it's just it's 22 bucks for anyone that's not a member. But if you're a member of Atma, it's free. So oh, great. Yeah. Okay, really cool. We're so yeah. excited. We're so excited. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you, and it's here in Austin. So okay. yeah, <laughs> so we, we're slowly sucking you into Austin. Yeah, so. I know, I know. <laughs> this, the Austin vortex is at work. So thank you again. Yeah. I'm going to put everything in the show notes, including links if you want to go attend any of those mixers. What are they called again? 
It's a, uh, yeah. So it'll be a workshop slash, uh, networking mixer, but it's okay. called element conscious connections, element and conscious yeah. connections. Good. All right. And I want to say thank you to you for being here too. Thank you to our magnificent guest, Celeste. Uh, I love you so much. And thank you to you for being here because this was transformative for me. I learned so much. It was like, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? I think so. So, you know, how often do we hear that? And you know what? Yeah, you are hearing those words to as the key that unlocks something in you. So what's it unlocking? And you know what, when we share this with a friend, I think that that opens up these conversations further. I always encourage you if something it spoke to you in one of these shows, please share it with a friend and then have more conversations about it because that reverberates everywhere. Mm. It creates lasting change in us when we start talking and speaking our truth and exploring those spaces where we can grow. So anyway, thank you so much for being here. Uh, do the things, please rate, review, subscribe, follow our magnificent guest, Celeste Bonham and uh, Grant too. And thank you so much for being here and for showing up for yourself. Thank yourself. Say something good to yourself if you haven't today. I love you, self, and life loves me, and all those good things that you can show up for yourself and use your voice as your most powerful tool, just like Celeste said, and I say ad nauseum. So so thank you so much. Um, I love you. I think I got to everything. amyedwards.info, you can find my courses. And of course, there's a discount for anybody that listens to the show. It's at the top of the show. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much. Until next time. This has been the Amy Edwards Show from Overcome Studios. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And thank you so much for being here. Sign up for our newsletter at amyedwards.com.